Salutations, everybody. This is Carrick here with the Ham Radio Broadcast, episode 224, and I'm joined by... Apsi. Hello. Apsi. Hello. Thank you very much for joining. Hi. It feels weird, man. I've never been here while Maddie was here, so it feels like we're hijacking his his podcast, and I'm like out of nowhere, just this random dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like... So that everybody knows, I've talked to ta- or I've talked to uh, Mr. Maddie about having him on matter of fact i think last week or the week before and uh we were we've been discussing it and then maddie informed us that he was busy this friday and because they're so good at making sure they're he's always doing the ham radio broadcast he was nice enough to hand it off to me so if you dislike me but like maddie then put us on mute and just run it so maddie gets the view if you're if you're here and you enjoy the content i would absolutely appreciate you guys uh, spreading the word on Maddie's channel or on Maddie's uh, social media as well as mine at Jeremy Penter and at G27 Stannis. But we're going to take over for Mr. Maddie. Like I said, he was busy. Also, if you like this kind of content, you can flick a buck to Mr. Maddie's Patreon. It's a dollar. You get early access to the podcast. And for three, you get access to his Discord, which is excellent. Might only be the second best Discord ever after mine. Just joking. <laughs> we have a ton of overlap, too. I don't know if you've noticed. Oh, that. do you, yeah, dude? I, 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 well, I, I don't oh, know. Maybe, maybe I will join. Yeah. I, I, I would. It's only a dollar, three dollars. It's I mean, three dollars for the um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd recognize some names uh, over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd recognize. Yeah. We, we have a lot of overlap in our fan base, which is sort of how we. Well, it's not how we began, but uh, like we found out we liked the same games, just like you and I did. And then yeah. over time, yeah. it just sort of, uh, you know, like, as I noticed lists, I started seeing people bouncing around. And I was like, oh, that's very cool. It's it's not cool when one of them leaves his and comes to mine or leaves mine and goes to his. Then you're looking at that list and you're like, I hate that. You're list. like, ooh, do you ever talk about it? Do you ever go like, oh, by the way, this guy came to me and he, he and he left yours? Like, <laughs> No, we don't keep track of that. No, but I was okay. just, I mean, and people don't have a lot of money. So, like, yeah. and mine costs a little more. So, but, uh, yeah, no, mm-hmm. we never do. Uh, so Abzi's a variety streamer, streams a lot of horror games. He'll be doing some stuff this Halloween, hopefully. We're doing some streaming yeah. of scary games as well. Yeah. Do you and have Outer Worlds, obviously. I mean, that's the, the one I'm mostly looking forward to, to stream. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, for I feel like I've played a lot of the really good horror games. It's really hard because horror games is a hit or miss, dude. Like, you can, you can download a horror game, you can play it, and then it'll just be a walking simulator. Right. And sometimes it'll be overwhelmingly positive in Steam, and then it'll just be a walking simulator, and you're like, uh... <laughs> Why? Why is this super positive? Why have the reviews been so good? Um, but yeah, uh, it's it's very hit or miss. So um, Alien Isolation was awesome, though. I'd say that's probably my, my favorite horror game of the ones I've played. You've been doing pretty well. I've been watching the channel. You've got, I mean, you've grown yeah. a subscriber base for for having just started in the last year. Um, I yeah, I started in December, uh, but then I stopped around March. Uh, for like a, a couple months so that hurt a little bit because you still you have to be consistent all the time and then i restarted again and like just i started with i think welcome to the game too and then that got a lot of for some reason got a lot of traction and then i just started going from there that was a the hacking community. game right yeah it was like a hacking scary game uh it was, it was pretty good it was pretty intense but um it got to the point where i was like all right, I'm, I'm actually done with this even though it was gaining a lot of traction i was like there's not much more I can do in this game. Bro, I, just, I think you, you know. just hit on what's difficult about streaming and stuff is when, yeah. when you are tired of the game. 
Yeah, and I mean, uh, the thing is with a game like that, it's it's really cool when you're first starting out because you don't know what the fuck is going on. You get scared of anything. Anything you hear, you get scared, you know what I mean? But uh, as you play it more more often, you begin to realize that there are some sounds that people make that it just baits you to thinking you're going to get scared. So you, so you start knowing everything, all the audio cues and stuff. So it's right. not as fun for the viewer because you know everything. You're like, oh, that's nothing. You don't get scared anymore, so it's almost like, like right, a, this is... it's almost like one of your watchers coming into your stream and telling you that, oh, don't worry about this. You don't really die here. Remember that guy who came? Oh, in I I don't do that. I I hate that. <laughs> like even like little spoilers like that where you're like, no, you're supposed to die here. It's like, come on, man. I didn't want to know that. Yeah. So I watched uh, uh, the, a lot yeah. of Maddie streaming. Um, he did Fallout and he did a, a full platinum run through a Fallout, and I don't think he was tired of it. But I was, man, he's got. He's got way more stamina than I. Which do. one, New Vegas? I think uh, it was. Yeah. I think it was four. Uh, no, wait a minute. Okay. It was. It was three. It was. One I think of, I saw him play New Vegas yeah. when it was streaming. Yeah. A while and it was ago. just like yeah. watching him. He, he just. I just don't have that tenacity to stick through that long of a game, especially being on on camera. And he nails that shit. Like I'm watching him, and he's just playing and talking to everybody. And I'm like, after the third or fourth stream, it'd be so difficult. But he. He's. That's. That's one of the things. Oh, and by the way, haha. I waited long enough. How long did I wait? Six minutes. He won't hear this part. I do want to say, um, people don't realize just how cool Mr. Maddie is. And so I want to say this where he won't hear it when he's editing. So he won't edit this out because he's embarrassed because he gets embarrassed when I say good things about him. I think nobody likes hearing good things about themselves. It always makes you feel like self-conscious. But um, and I've told you this, you know, he's just he's one of the nicest guys in in like gaming. And it, I, it's yourself takedown. Mr. Maddie, some of these guys I've met, uh, and I got to have Jenna on the podcast today, are just an absolute pleasure to work with. And it's crazy here when I, I look at how far he's gone. It's to episode 224 of this. And to be able to jump on here with Lone, and then Lone had to go because he was now working for one of the companies. Um, but it, I just wanted to tell everybody, like you are anybody who's listening to this, if you're not subscribed, if you're just listening on audio, if you're not in his Discord, you probably should. Um, he's one of those guys that keeps plugging away. Does a video a day. The dude's just Damn. got tenacity. As man. dedication. Yeah. It's, it, dude, it's legit. A video a day. Dude, it's legit crazy. I can't believe he does that. And I've told him that. And he's like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. He tries to explain mm -hmm. it off. But I'm like, I don't think you understand, man. That's just some straight up difficult stuff to have energy every day. And yeah. deliver interesting news. It's not like he's making the energy up. He's got energy every day, and uh, it's just, it's phenomenal. So blessed to have uh, met him and continue to work with him, and yourself as well. I've known you now for hey. how long? Yeah, <laughs> our fun times, our fair share of fun times. Two, I've known you. It, it feels like more than a year, but I think it's only been a year, to be honest, a year and a half or something. Has it only been a year and a half? What was the first, I think so. What was the first game we played? So, so the first first ever interaction we had, first, first ever game we played was Secret World. First ever interaction we've had was uh, uh, like a random podcast that I went on, and I still had like this shitty camera, and I had like a Logitech headset, and uh, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> was it you and Alamine? I look back on that video. It was me. Was it Alamine? It was Alamine. Yeah. yeah. It was the, the Australian uh, fellow. Was uh, he? Was, was that Alamine? Leeson, yes, yeah. and and this other this other guy, um, yeah, it was three of us, and we just talked about like I think near Automata was like the talk of the, the thing. I think it was after near Automata came out, and you guys talked me into playing Prey, 
that's one other thing. Ever since I joined like the, the your, your Patreons, your Discords and stuff, you hear a lot from people that you get a different perspective of a game. You know what I mean? Right. Like Prey, I played for a little bit and I completely like I played it for a little bit and I was like, okay, this is a, this is a cool game. I didn't really think much of it. I didn't really um, like get invested in it. Then you guys were like, tell me all these cool things, and I was like, holy shit, I really should play this game. So you get a lot of those. Yeah. Uh, where if you stick stick with a game a little bit longer. You, I think it's cool really because the community is behind, like, you know, people see YouTube. It's your condensed certain amount of time where you're talking about a game. And then a lot of times you just move on to the next game. But the Discord has a long tail discussion. You yeah. Know? And then you'll see yeah. somebody like yourself go back, uh, like Primal. And, dude, you probably sold right. six. You probably sold six copies of Primal by by discussing it in the Discord. And people are like, what? Like. Is, True. is that good okay yeah. i'll get it it's it's cheaper yeah. and then they got it and they're like oh my god and it's it's this cool thing i can surprise the shit out of me yeah, yeah. it's a cool thing that yeah. happens in these um so maddie does his stuff a little differently uh he goes mm -hmm. through the, i've i've uh, told abzi what we do we're gonna go through some news here we're gonna talk about wastelanders release date uh and the adjustment there so let me open this up and it's going to be from bethesda's blog itself that we're getting this news let me open it up and i'll read a little bit and we'll discuss what we think all right so new wastelanders release date this is from fallout.bethesda.net new wastelanders release date private worlds the atomic shop and more as we approach the one-year anniversary of the launch of Fallout 76, we wanted to take a moment to talk about Wastelanders, provide an update on a few areas of the game, and share why we're optimistic about the future. Wastelanders, we've been hard at work on Fallout 76 this year, including our biggest free update yet, Wastelanders. We're excited about how Wastelanders is coming together, but it's going to need more time to be the best, most polished update it can be, so we're delaying its release to Q1 next year. So for anybody who wants to know, that's usually January um, to March or April. We've continued to reevaluate the change and processes to make sure the work we're doing hits our quality bar and yours. We apologize for this delay, but no, it will be worth the extra time. Uh, lastly, they say Wastelanders has turned out to be one of the largest expansions we've ever done. It changes the entire world with human NPCs returning. So would this get you to return to Fallout 76? Because I think you did test it. Did you not play a little bit with one yes. of your friends? Yeah, did the... Um... Did the did the NPCs not get added yet to the game? Where they said they were so this is what this is, right? Yeah, human NPCs coming into the game. Alright, well, okay, so the thing so I played Fallout seventy six. Um I played it when it was free for like a week when they added that battle royale, right? Yeah. Um and uh honestly I gotta say there is some enjoyment to be had. Where, where, because I when I when I play Fallout games, I love the world. You know, it's like I love the world that Fallout takes place in, all of the Fallout, and and to be able to explore that with a friend has always been like a dream, right? Mm -hmm. Like for actual Fallout players, you know, you want to co-op through them. Obviously, RPG elements and stuff aside, just ex you know, strictly exploring the world and looting stuff is pretty cool with friends. Um, it was a big bummer for some people that the NPCs weren't you know added in the beginning. The only thing though. Is with their vision, I feel like rebuilding, uh, you know, I've said this before, but rebuild, they had this vision about rebuilding, you know, society and building right. like a little civilization and stuff. I feel like they should have just doubled down and just made it like full RP, like people are merchants and people build, you know, little cities and, and there's a lot of players in a, in a server and they, you know, they make factions for themselves. So it's all player driven. Right. They actually wanted it to be like a rebuild thing. I feel like everything should have been player driven. But I feel like right now they're just, you know, a little, you know, they're doing a little pandering and they're like, okay, well, 
you know, people are asking for NPCs, so we're just going to put NPCs in there. And so I feel like they're half-assing a lot of things rather than full-assing one thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've talked about that before. If, if We don't half-ass anything. You full-ass everything. I do feel that mm -hmm. um, when it comes to that game, they, they could also do that or they could do something where over a period of time humans come in, maybe on, you know, the oxen caravans that are always, or yeah. you know, whatever those creatures are in Fallout 4. Like maybe you see a, a couple more and a couple more and they sort of spread around. Um, but yeah, it's it, the fact that they didn't have them and sort of tried to say that that was always the plan is to not have humans and now they're putting them in. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. It does yeah. seem to be pandering or at the very least you could change it from pandering to just realizing that they missed utterly on what the fan base wanted. Um, right. There's really no middle. There is a middle ground, but it is a little scary because you either think one, they're pandering and you're like, what else would they pander to? What if people wanted something that really would suck? And then the second is they're not pandering and they're they are sort of incompetent, which is weird. It's like you can't really. Did they did they did they um, allow mods yet in that game? I don't know. Like modded servers because no, I not mean modded I don't know, servers. but no, they didn't add that. Yet. Okay, because I don't know if they if they you know trusted the community a little bit more and made it super community driven like. Um, we see a lot of those MMOs that are insanely. Um, what, what's that space one called? Uh, Eve Online Eve and online. stuff. You know, a lot of crazy stuff happens there. I feel like if we had that in a Fallout world where people made their own factions, and um, I feel like that would have been really, really cool. To be honest, uh, that would have been innovative. Uh, a lot of people didn't really want that, but I feel like that would have been uh, different. You know what I mean? That would have been like a completely different Fallout game. Yeah, I'm just looking at some older news here about private servers, when they're coming. People are just still asking mm. for them. So it just says wants to support mods, but currently on the on the main servers, they can't do it. Um, it does say that... that would, honestly, mods would probably fix a lot of issues like they have with previous Bethesda games. But I feel like uh, modded servers, people would be able to... I don't know. It depends on what uh, they allow people to mod. Or what? What the what the full scope of it is? Okay, well, look in here. I could. It looks like I might be wrong. Look in here. It looks like there's a couple mods on Fallout Nexus, so I could be wrong on mm -hmm. what, what they allow. Unfortunately, as somebody who doesn't get a chance to play it, um, oh yeah, okay. It says Kutaku did a story. It says modders are making Fallout 76 less frustrating to play. So um, it looks like some people have adjusted some stuff. It'll be interesting to see how much you can adjust without the game, assuming you're, um, you're hacking, hacking or something. Yeah, better right. inventory mod is one, and then a perk loadout manager. It doesn't look like anything crazy. Anybody in the chat? Those are probably just all client-side, right? Right, yeah. So anybody in yeah. the chat, feel free. Yeah, because uh, remember with, like, WoW, they had Curse, and you could download the mod. Oh, yeah, client-side add-ons, for client sure. Client-side add-ons, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah the, the server-side add-ons, that's that's where, like, the actual you know changes huge in gameplay changes. would happen, right? Like, actual huge persistent changes. You know, you got GTA RP and all those games. But yeah, definitely hard to gauge if, you know, people are hacking or not. There'll definitely be different servers for like, you know, there'll be modded servers and there'll be normal servers uh, if they're actually going to add that. I haven't, um, I haven't returned since like day one of it coming out. I played it a little bit and yeah. uh, I know some people in Maddie's Discord plays. So if you guys have any heads up, feel free to post it in comments. But I, I just feel overall um, that, oh, whoops, my Alexa. I feel overall there's just a lot of work needed on that game. Just never. I don't know how yeah. they're gonna get it so that people look at it like ESO, because ESO right. is so 
uh, good. Dude, day one of ESO, I already told people, even without Tamarel 1, where it took everybody and put them in the same world, I was already like, this game is actually pretty legit. There's some things wrong with it, but it's a fun game. And they've just in continually made it better, but its core was good. Where Fallout 76, yeah, it would be difficult, yeah. I think, for even f fans to say the core is really good. But yeah, well, with ESO, what I found is that um, you get a lot of enjoyment out of it if you actually play it like an Elder Scrolls game. If you actually, yeah. if you play it as an MMO, you're not going to have as much fun as, uh, you know, you going around and act. Because there's good lore, there's, you know, good conversations and even choices. And uh, they, they nailed that part. 76 obviously didn't have NPCs in the start, so... <laughs> You couldn't play it like a Fallout game, really, other, aside from just exploring and looting everything, being a loot hoarder, which is a huge part of the game for sure. But, uh, you know, it was always about NPC interaction with Fallout games. Yeah. It, 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 for me, overall, I, I just don't think I'll get back into it. I guess it just depends on if Wastelanders is the biggest one. There's been people who are really excited about it. Um, it depends on, like you said, how it feels yeah. in the world once they do add them. Because if they add people and it just sort of makes sense somehow, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they're going to do it, but it is called Wastelanders. So it could be like, oh, here's a group of Wastelanders who moved in. Yeah. Like it depends on how it's sort of rolled out. Because if you roll it out <laughs> slowly, it's not going to make sense to anybody who jumps into this game later. They'll already be there. You have to, mm. you know what I mean? Because it's a continual tick every second that goes by something in the world might be happening so i have a feeling you're just going to log on and that add-on will it'll just be like boom here's something and mm. that's what i I just don't know what that something will be they do say that uh this will also have private worlds so there you go so that's when okay. you get the private worlds and possibly yeah. the, the the true mods um hopefully you can increase the capacity in the, the like the server load or something i don't know uh if you really want to make it like an rp server I, th I feel like more players should be. Uh, you mean you so? Know. So yeah, because it doesn't have that many. How many do you think feels like a real world in those games? I usually expect well, like the, over a hundred. You know, a couple. Yeah. Well, the the map is four times bigger than Fallout Four. Fallout Four. I don't know if you know the exact number of NPCs Fallout Four had, I but know. it'd have to be four times more than. I mean, it should. It, it doesn't have to equate like one to one like that. But I feel like if you want a full fledged out. You know, people living in places and, you know, uh, merchants everywhere. And I feel like you'd have to have a, a basically a metric fuck done. Like, I don't know how much that would be. Probably um, like 200 but, or something. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> and it also depends. Uh, I'm not ignoring you. I'm, I'm getting my authenticator. Oh, no, yeah. So I can sign into yeah. Maddie's Discord so I can uh, check his patron questions. Um, right. I think when it comes to, like, what I would expect for a world like that, yeah, a couple hundred and then spread around mm -hmm. a different... But they need to also have interaction. They can't just be standing there. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I would want them yeah. to be moving around and, like, um, you know, giving me, uh, you know, missions or something like that as well. I think that... Oh, you're talking about actual NPCs. Yeah, it, well, yeah, because if they put NPCs mm -hmm. into Fallout 76, I would just want them to be... There would need to be something that they would do other than just being there like they would need to give because like, i don't just want to take care of them or have them just standing there they would need to do stuff that's probably what's gonna honestly man like i feel like it it's not gonna it's not gonna do much for the game because it's you know for npcs to work like a fallout game i feel like it has to be just a private you know co-op game and not an online thing because when you when you put that mmo you can't really have persistence with your choices that is going to affect the the world. Right. It's only going to affect you personally. 
unless they make like some weird instance thing. But uh, I don't think you know the NPCs are gonna matter as much, or or the choices are gonna hit as hard as they usually do in Fallout games. Yeah, uh, either which, do I. Which is my only worry, right? Uh, that's why I feel like just like the full player thing would have been better. But you know, um, looking who knows? at their questions, they uh, we try to read any questions that come up that have to do with the topic. So right now we're gonna be talking about Fallout seventy six. Let me ver- let me scrub his questions here. Last Tuesday, last Wednesday. Let's look. Here we go. Uh, Undead Regime says, Fallout 76 is a guilty pleasure mine. So after watching your video on the update they put on uh, Wastelanders and Atomic Shop, I'm genuinely feeling sick. I hate to admit it, but I spend more than I'd like on microtransactions, and I hate that I do. I've had to uninstall games I like because I realize that I end up spending too damn much on them, and I'm sad to think that the game might be one of those. But yeah, this should be a question, LOL. Uh, what do you guys think of Bethesda's line about how this is what the community wanted? I'm sure shit don't know or haven't seen a single damn person asking for more paid advantage items in the Atomic Shop. Uh, I forgot. It is going to add micros. More micros. Mm. And are they going to like affect gameplay in any way? Or is it just cosmetic? Or Yeah, I don't know. I'll look that up. I uh, That's one of the problems with these games that have been around for a long time. Um is when they change the game from when you buy it. You buy it, you get it, you're playing it, and then, like, later on the developer comes and adds micros, you know, behind yeah. it. Yeah. Um, they come in and they're like, you know, it's been long enough. People people who don't like the game aren't going to play it anyways. We're not going to get take much of a PR hit, you know what I mean, if we add micros right now. So we're just going to sneak them in there. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Honestly, uh, I feel like micros are better when the game is free. Obviously, like, I don't mind them as much. Right. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's going to happen. I mean, they want to milk every last cent at the end, you know? Like, uh, people who, who don't like the game aren't going to play it. So, uh, But adding it with NPCs, I feel like, might be a bad move because some people are probably going to look at the game and be like, oh, there's NPCs now. I'm going to probably return to it. And you're going to see that more micros are added and they're probably going to back off a little, right? So Yeah, and it looks like they do have uh, some pay to pay to make it easier or whatever which is weird on an mmo but i mean that's weird because it's online yeah that's that's true i i guess also uh that's actually a good question by the way thank you for the question i think um maddie can probably answer this better but i would say overall i don't think he would disagree that yeah we just the the nobody really wants any kind of improvement or pay to win kind of situation in micros even though i'm a firm believer in that if you want to join in my game and play i want you to be able to without spending i don't always assume you have the same amount of time as i do i guess is what i'm saying right and i don't know how to go about that um in a game yet i have not found a game that i feel like i can look at it other than an easy mode which then like you know you go up and level let's say you want to enjoy assassin's creed odyssey but you don't have a hundred and 40 yeah it's a fucking long ass game um, you know i do not feel that i i think it's awesome to say oh guess what you don't have enough time well you're just gonna have to find it in some ways i would want ways to work around that but i think with an mmo you shouldn't that's just me. right yeah yeah i don't even know like i feel like honestly this is gonna sound pretty bad but i feel like if you're gonna you know buy a a, a long game a, a huge rpg or something I think you you have to make your decision before you play it. I feel like um, 
if if you're gonna play a long game, you should know that you're gonna play a long game. Like honestly, it's as simple as that. If you don't have time That's for it, true. you don't have time for it. Or, because true. because the, the people sometimes expect like in Odyssey, they were pretty. Uh, they were like, oh well, I have to do all these side quests and stuff. What if I just want to do the story? And I I don't remember any actual RPG having you just completing the main quest and being able to do it that way. Every single like, RPG, the amount of time that you know, the dawn of time has had a side quest that you're supposed to complete so you could level up, so you can do the main stuff. So what right? you're saying is also um, just be an informed consumer. Exactly. I mean, you're not what you're going to go and buy Pillars of Eternity if you don't have if you can't invest like sixty hours into it at least, you know, or Disco or whatever. Like these are big ass games, and you should <laughs> you should know that you're getting into it. Yeah. So, I think also yeah. we talk about competition because there's so many games out there. Um, you may not be able to enjoy one particular game because it's too big, but there's probably competition out there that's very close to it that's not as long mm-hmm. or something like that, and maybe that's right. just... That's almost... I, I, I actually see what you're saying because there's some fantasy books that are 300 pages, and then you have, like, Game of Thrones books, you know, or... They're like time, a thousand pages They're a thousand pages, yeah. and it's just... Yeah. You know, when a person sees it, they see the physical representation if they buy them, and they look and go, uh, that's too big. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So maybe yeah, they're not going to skip pages, right? Like... Yeah, <laughs> because that's awesome. Like yeah. skipping quests, a side quest in a game. Yeah, like, exactly. I just yeah, read yeah. the main story threads. I have no clue what else is going on. That would. That's a really good point. <laughs> Buy the most expensive version, and they give you more summaries and stuff that's, rather that's than full awesome. blown plots. Cri- just crib notes <laughs> oh. and shit. You just get the, so you. Yeah, that's you, like a microtransaction for the game is to get. That little, would be like, amazing. So the, the, you buy a book that's like supposed to be a thousand pages. It's only. 300 but it's got like 20 pages of crib notes for the side stories yeah it's just like so or like it, a reading guide where it tells you exactly what john pages snow to read went to... here and did this but it really didn't matter skip to page 14 and you're like <laughs> exactly all right yeah i, I yeah. never even put two and two together that's a that's a very good point uh thank you very much for the question i appreciate it verifying here um the, that's it for fallout 76 stuff so moving okay. on gonna talk a little bit about outer worlds so this was interesting because I saw – so this is on WCC uh, F Tech, but it's also an uh, interview that Game Informer just put up as well. They put up a side interview. But basically what they did was they talked to Brian Hines uh, about gameplay, role-playing, Microsoft buyout, and more, and then Game Informer did the same. There was some interesting discussion about Microsoft's purchase of them. And uh, let's see. I want to find this. This is uh, – I'm going to read this from WCC F Tech. They're the ones who originally had it. Uh, let's go down here. Here we go. How was it for the studio when you had the Microsoft buyout? Did that change anything or were the attitudes in the studio influenced at all? Uh, it didn't change much on the outer world because obviously we're being published by private division. Just so everybody knows that's who's handling the game. This game, from that point on, it would be Microsoft. That, is, uh, that deal is still intact. On the studio level, for me personally, one of the nicer things or nice things is that now we're a part of Microsoft. We're focusing more on what the next games are going to be rather than how do we pitch the next games, indicating that money uh, is probably easier to come by. Game Informer also did an interview, and they said that it's been nice. Microsoft has uh, marketed the hell out of Outer Worlds, which I would agree with. I'm seeing Outer Worlds stuff everywhere. I've got a copy of it for review. Um do you do you think we'll see something different when Obsidian like in Obsidian's next game or do you think Microsoft is going to be generally hands off for their um games? I feel like well you know we'll, we'll uh, better judge that after Outer Worlds comes out so what I think is 
So, uh, so Obsidian has always been good at making these RPGs, mostly CRPGs when they work alone, right? Other than, you know, follow New Vegas Code or two. Um, mostly they do CRPG. And their games are great. Honestly, the dialogue is amazing. They're, they're, the games are pretty innovative. They, they have interesting mechanics. Um, now, I feel like with Microsoft's help, they'll, they'll be able to make more fledged-out games, you know, first-person, like we see here with the Outer Worlds, more AAA games. However, hopefully, that same, you know, that innov- that spark, that innovativity, do you say that, innovativity? Innovation. Uh, innovation, <laughs> okay. That innovation and that, you know, attention to detail, you know, remains the same. Because usually when games go more AAA, and that happens a lot, they lose some of that, you know, that that the thing that makes them different, right? Because they're trying to pander to more people. I hope that's not the case with them, uh, but we'll see. Uh, but I feel like for the most part, it's a, it's a good thing for them. Well, and also, I mean, I think everything in life, when you're scrappy because you don't have a lot of stuff, your brain works mm-hmm. in a different way. So like when you're starting a channel and you're scrappy and you're trying to figure out every way and every positive you can, you know, eke out of something and, and like trying to come up, you're basically hustling. And it, yeah. and it does feel like Obsidian has spent their their lives hustling. And so this will they be did. the time when they can sit back and be like, okay, we don't have to hustle. And then you have to figure out, is that going to change some stuff? Are they going to... I don't really think anything they do is very um, unique. They just do what they do well, which is story writing and stuff. So I hope that right. doesn't get affected. Yeah, um, I yeah like... the dialogue's always been good. Did you do Alpha Protocol? No. No, was that Obsidian? Yeah, that was Obsidian. It was a shooter. Uh, oh, RPG wow, shooter no. Where... I know what you're talking about. I just never played it. The only reason I bring it up is because they have tried some stuff that's a little outside the box. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people consider KOTOR 2 better than 1. I'm not one of them, but that's fine. Uh, I, I think I just was more fresh in KOTOR with 1. And by 2, I was a little... I sort of knew what was happening, you know, the overall uh, way yeah. everything was working. But, yeah, I would agree. The hope is is that they don't suddenly magically like lose their that hustle. Their their spark, yeah. And sorry, I think maybe innovation wasn't the right word. What I meant was like their maybe attention to detail or they their their dialogue has been it's different than normal games. It's mm-hmm. it's it's it, I I guess what you said is true. Like they do their thing good. You know, the CRPGs nothing innovative about that. Like the pause play combat system and all that stuff. It's just their storytelling and the way dialogue is delivered has always been. You know, like have you played? Um, that game where you're actually the evil person. I, tyranny. I thought, I one of my favorite games. Tyranny. Yeah. So yeah. good. Yeah. I mean that that's what I mean by innovative. It's like it's a, it's a familiar game. You look at it and you're like, oh, it looks like Players of Eternity. Looks like any other CRPG. Looks like Divinity. But once you really get into it and see what you're doing and what your morals are, it's it's actually there's you know it's actually very different. It's, that's it's true. Really it would cool. be interesting so. to see if they could sell that to Microsoft in the past. Yeah. So yeah. like, let's say they never made Tyranny. And they just roll out of Outer Worlds. They got some DLC. I don't know what they're doing for Outer Worlds, but they get done, and then they're all okay. We want to make a game where you're the bad guy, um, right? I, I, and remembering that, I don't know if you know this, but Tyranny was a completely different game and was sold to Microsoft, and then Microsoft decided against it. They took all of their what ideas and made Tyranny. Yeah. So, so that's what's even more interesting is like, did micro? You know, what part of it turned off Microsoft? I think mm-hmm. it probably matters less when you're working for, you know, you. they did say that they're able to pitch things a little easier to Microsoft. Microsoft probably also is just going to be a little loosey-goosey with these devs. It feels like the devs they purchased, they're probably just going to use whatever output they make and hope that it does yeah. versus stepping in and 
you know. I mean, I think that would be the best uh, idea for them yeah. because uh, their exclusives haven't been as grandiose as the PS4 ones, right? Right. So um, I feel like the best uh, option would be they bought all these companies, let them do their own thing, you know, get us a bunch of unique, diverse games, you know, diversify, because Xbox has always been, you know, shooters, yeah. mostly, for the most part. Sea of Thieves is pretty, pretty different, but I feel like if they... Because the companies they acquired as well... They're all different. Yeah. They're not all so. doing the right. same thing, right? So I feel like if you let them do their own thing, it'd be pretty cool. Well, and you don't buy a world record holding sprint horse and then make it run endurance runs. You know, <laughs> yeah, true. Right? Like, <laughs> if you bought it because of whatever record it was breaking, you wouldn't be like, okay, we're done with that shit. Let's have you lift weights. And you're like, that fucking makes yeah. no sense at all. But in so hopefully... it's And it sounds like Microsoft would do that. Um, it, 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 hopefully, that's what we see. But yeah, they bought the Hellblade developers... So you have Sasuna mm-hmm. Sacrifice, which is a, a just a unique game, I, I pretty much through and through. You've got uh, the guys who made um, We Happy Few, um, right? Which I'm sorry, I can't remember their name. And then you have these guys, and they also bought Playground uh, for Forza, supposedly Fable Four as well. I guess that's Ooh. that's one title that could be exclusive. In really, is Fable. Yeah, I don't, but... I don't. I don't know what they would have to do to Fable to make it a good game now, because oh, agreed. Because Fable back then was super cool because of you know when when you go back to Fable now and and you play it and you realize what the what made Fable special to me was oh you could do whatever the fuck you want you could steal stuff mm-hmm. you could kill whoever you want you could do these choices have, every game have has lives that. and babies yeah. Yeah, every RPG has that now, so yeah. they they definitely have to. They'd probably have to go back and do what Peter Molyneux said Fable One would have, and put it in the new game. Yeah, where like you can like plant trees. the tree and yeah. watch it grow. That poor <laughs> bastard. Do you know what Peter Molyneux must just be like? I wish I'd never heard of trees. I wish. Who knows? Maybe he's completely oblivious. But if I were him, I would late at night go to sleep and just be like, I wish I had never heard of trees. Trees everywhere. Just get PTSD every time you oh. look at a tree. Yeah, because I remember he said that, and people stuck to that, like that, like yeah. glue, like. And, and admittedly, he did say it was running at one time where you could do that, but it just killed the CPU. It just not, you know, the systems weren't powerful enough. Yeah, with uh, with these guys, I hope with Outer Worlds, what we see is them do this sort of make the game that they want to make here, and that Microsoft sort of steps off. That would be my mm-hmm. hope is that Microsoft steps off. It was just interesting to hear them mimic what the other devs had said, which is that they just didn't really have any contact when it came to creativity from Microsoft, as in Microsoft did not state, you need to do this. The which Hellblade, is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. The, the Hellblade developers who are making that four-on-four shooter that we saw at E3, the really crazy-looking... Um, remember? Right, yeah. right, um, right, right. Weird right. designs and all that stuff. It, that Like, like the melee half-fighting yeah. game, half like yeah. uh it looks pretty cool yeah they already had yeah. an alpha for that too i think reg uh got to play that. Oh, did, yeah i don't remember oh, I what didn't he even said. know yeah. i didn't see any gameplay for that at all um so i'd like to know what you guys think if you're excited to see what microsoft can do with with them or if this is probably i i know a lot of a lot of fellow nerds were probably had their hearts broken when obsidian got bought by microsoft and are just ruining the fact that i haven't said that it's going to ruin everything so i'll just add that yes anybody It'll ruin everything. Obsidian's going to fall apart and it'll all be Microsoft's fault. I don't think it will. Well, if you're afraid of running out of CRPG games, now you got a new up-and-coming company called, like, XY or something yeah. that made Disco Elysium. So, yeah. uh, I mean, they that's, might they might take the... That's the other they thing. They might take the... Uh, yeah. Another company could step forward, right? Greedfall. Right. Fill that void. 
Yeah. Larian Studios doing Baldur's Gate as well. Yep. yep. You've got them. You've got the guys who made Greedfall. You have uh, these right. companies that make these awesome games. Let them step in and maybe they'll be the plucky upstart, you know. Yeah. I mean, Greedfall. Is my camera different. blinking for you every uh -huh. time I talk? Okay. All right. It's on my screen. It's just Discord. Okay. Looking through the questions here, I do not see any about uh, this particular thing. So we will move on from there. And let's discuss, what else do we have on the list? Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order previews are very positive. So I don't have any news, you know, like, or anything we can sort of read because most of these were video that I saw. Uh, mm -hmm. I did see that a lot of people actually felt this looked good. I saw, I went to some forums. People were actually really excited for it. But I want to know from you, like, has anything, what do you think about just overall Jedi? And are you excited for it? Do you not care? Um... No, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I mean, I've been people have been not just me. I've been begging for uh, for just a you know a normal first not first person sorry uh, just a single player uh, Jedi game for a long long time. I mean, I know there's a lot of things you can add to it. You can you know the choice of being in the light side or the dark side. That's that's a huge you know Star Wars theme and it works well. You know, worked for Kotor and Force Unleashed and all those. But you know, just you know, just deliver a good story, make it linear, whatever. Let us kill people with lightsabers and use our force. Let us have some fun, and maybe from that, they can build onto it and make a, a bigger game where you actually get to have choices and stuff. I just, I just feel like they're going with the safe bet, uh, what people have been asking for for a while, and we, what we haven't been getting for a while, which is just a just a single player, you know, uh, kill people Star Wars game. Yeah, and you did unleashed one and two. Yeah, 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 yeah. I enjoyed them a lot. Um, do yeah. you think you enjoyed them because of the gameplay, or do you think you enjoyed them because of uh, the alternative lifestyle of the Jedi, as, or of the main character? Being like the a bad Dark Forces life? I don't know why I worded it that way, but yeah. A, it, a it being a bad guy. part of it was being like the apprentice, the Sith, you know, uh, Darth Vader's apprentice. That was a really cool part i went full dark mode in that game <laughs> full fucking evil right evil dude which was a really cool part of the game um another another thing that caught everyone's eyes was the physics stuff right like moving shit and like throwing stuff and throwing people and force strangling and all that all that cool stuff um that was pretty awesome too but i don't know with jedi fallen order the animations the the combat the um the different uh you know the the ability to stop a bullet and then put someone behind his own bullet and stuff that all of that really really looks really cool so yeah they were showing videos of him doing that like moving people around into the bullets and that that looked like it could be a blast it, yeah. it, it also looks like it's going to be self-contained sandbox moments like during this battle you'll be able to do a bunch of stuff but the world is a bit more platforming than i expected um so and i'm actually okay with that like if, if you look mm -hmm. at it it looks like it's more here's a battle here's some guys do what you want here's some powers and then do some platforming climbing um adventure game uncharted almost where you know how uncharted yeah. like that uncharted is yeah. paced out where it's like action moment exploration moment action moment you know and it's sort and of then like a scripted type of movement yeah type thing, right? and i'm okay with that i don't mind that at all i mean honestly i'd have that any day over um you know just a just a barren open world where you have to go from outpost to outpost say the I'd, ewoks I'd, I'd, all day <laughs> imagine just like go to outpost and free ewoks from, <laughs> from <their active> <laughs> like <laughs> uh i mean uh, yeah i don't know the world kind of reminded me of a half dark souls half 
Uncharted type thing where it's maybe not super linear. You'll probably be able to go around and have some shortcuts and you know, unlock some. Uh, that's what I like about uh, uh, more linear games is that exploration is rewarded more. I feel like you you know you find like a little creek and under the creek you find like a little co- collectible or right. a skill point or something. So. Um, also, Cameron uh, from Gotham is the actor. He's from Shameless. And uh, you love that guy. I love that guy. Yeah, dude, he's <laughs> he's a phenomenal actor. And I liked the guy who played in Unleashed as well, though, the actor who played right. uh, in Force Unleashed. I thought he was really uh, Sam Whitweer. Sam Whitweer. Yeah, played uh, the bad guy in, or played the main character in Force Unleashed. And I dig that mm. when they get a good an actor that like makes sense. Uh, I think Sam did a good job in Force Unleashed. It wasn't like Jack Nicholson. He's like, hey, I'm a, I'm a Sith. You know, where you, you're like, dude, it's just Jack Nicholson. Here, it seems like Cameron, the main character he plays and stuff, sort of fits. Um, do, this is canon, too. Did you know that? Is it? Yeah. I mean, I, I know there's a there's a, there's the actor from, uh, what do you call it, from one of the movies, the Rogue One movie? Uh, yeah, uh, with, uh, he has Lazy Eye. With the, with, the, with the Lazy Eye. I forgot what actor. it was called. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot his name. I, I keep trying um, to call him Cooding. Cuba Gooding Jr. It's definitely He's in court right now for sexually assaulting people. Uh, what? Yeah, he's in Holy trouble shit. for like supposedly harassment or something like that. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest, Forrest Whitaker. Whitaker. Yeah. Forrest Whitaker. From Rogue One, yeah. right? He was in, he, was he was he in Rogue, Rogue One. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they uh, did a pretty good job of their cast. Yeah. Not too crazy. Uh, it, did we see any other effects? I don't think I've seen anything other than there's been throw, there's been, like, pick somebody up, put them into a laser beam. Have we said, slow down time, obviously, is one. Yeah. Or slow down laser beam, sorry. Have we seen any other skills? Obviously, I don't he's know. a good guy, so he's not going to have we, force lightning. We saw, like, when you, you know, those mini bosses where it's kind of like Sekiro, where you just clash swords until one of you loses posture. Right. That, that We saw that. Um, no yeah, dismemberment. We saw that, right? No dismemberment. Didn't wait. They? No, there was for sure. No, was they, there not? Yeah, they they. It looked like it in one video in particular. I was where damn, a hand cuts off. I was damn near. Yeah, I guess with robots you can, but if it's humans, there'll be no damn dismemberment. Good. Is big in Star Wars universe, dude. Yeah, how can I, they take that away? Because <laughs> they want to hit PG, whatever. They did say that it was to hit. But without blood, they still wouldn't hit PG. Yeah, I don't know about that. I think it's just dismemberments overall are considered like, dude, you can't chop somebody's arm off whether you shoot out goo or not. So Damn. I think with I think they said something like with robots and aliens, it's there, but with humans, it's not or something. But they did state that, yeah, they're not putting it in this game. Um, also, he's a good Jedi, even though Obi-Wan chops off that dude in, in Star in the original Star Wars, he chops off a guy's arm in a bar. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe they just think that good Jedi don't do that. Yeah, I do. How cool would it be though, getting a gritty Star Wars game, just like with blood and everything? Thirteen, thirteen was going <laughs> to be that man. Oh, true. Yeah, that was a that was a sad. Yep, it sad was a sad thing. cancellation. People don't realize we <laughs> talked about this on pod, uh, mm-hmm. on Maddie's podcast last week. Is that people don't realize how many games are canceled? Like we were talking about Harry Potter. We saw the previews of that Harry Potter game that leaked, and we were talking about how we haven't seen anything of it, and we're like, we have no clue if it's still coming out. You know, the biggest biggest disappointment in my life was that Stargate game, Stargate SG One game getting canceled. I think it was called Stargate SG One Ascension or something. Yeah. And uh, I used to have the box sets, right? So I got, I think it was season seven, 
and in the first couple discs, there's a trailer for the game where you get to play as you know Teal'c and yep. uh, and and O'Neill and everybody. O'Neill, yeah. Oh, exactly, everyone, and um, and they showed this cool story, and Anubis was in it, and you get to travel through Stargates, and then they canceled it, and I was. I have a couple copies <laughs> of games sad. that have never got released, actually. Oh. And um, it's it's actually pretty cool to put to play them because a lot of the games get a long ways, a long ways before they're canceled. Like Scalebound wasn't as far as people think, and wasn't as good as people think. But there's actual games out there that were pretty much released and then couldn't be released for whatever reason. Um, right. and they were they were very far along at the time. There, in particular, on the Dreamcast, there was like six or seven games I still own that are like. You know, they they never got released for whatever reason. Um, Sometimes they release games and then take it down from every store there is imaginable, like that PA game or whatever. That PA that game did that. Game. Agony, yeah. I th- think, did it for a little bit of time. That horrible hatred horrible or hate. Oh, was it hatred? It <laughs> might have been hatred. No, there's there's a lot. The hatred was the one where it's like the top down where you kill. Yeah, it wasn't that. It was agony. I think was the one agony. That, yeah, it was just yeah. that game was uh, utter horrendous. Did you know Gene Rain? The game I reviewed that game is didn't never came to Steam. But it, it has a sequel on Steam. It's got a sequel, but the original that I reviewed, <laughs> it's gone. You can't get it from Steam anymore. The I, never I, touch game. I think yeah, that game. They probably watch your review and they're like, "Well, no, if nobody's gonna touch it, I might as well take it, <laughs> take it down." <laughs> as I single-handedly destroy some Chinese company out there that was trying, it was probably Tencent. Anyway, no wonder they hate me. Um, well, they don't. That's the problem. Yeah. So, so back to Star Wars. I think overall, I'm pretty excited for it. Uh, what do you think hours-wise? Do you think it's going to be like um, an eight, or do you think it's going to be more like a twenty twenty? We see a lot of twenty-five hour games popped around. I didn't think it would be eight. I thought it'd be uh, smaller than normal RPGs. Okay. No, like I was thinking twenty-five thirty. Okay. Maybe twenty hours. Maybe I'm pushing it, but a lot of replayability value, like a metric fuck ton of replayability. Replay- value. Where will the replayability, or where are you choices. hoping to get that from? Oh, di- is there dialogue choices? Because I haven't seen any. Wait, are you talking about? Oh my God! I look okay. I was looking at my our Discord and it said Outer Worlds. Nah, I was, compl- I was I completely thought we were talking about Outer Worlds. We'll talk Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, Jedi Fallen. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I I feel like that would be around a fifteen to a twenty hour okay. game. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not replayable. No. <laughs> Just yeah. uh, maybe replayable if they made it so that you can't be the jack of all trades and get every single skill available. Because uh, a lot of games do that. And plus, uh, kind of thing. N plus would be really cool in that type of game, yeah. What do where you, think, you can go how, back. What does and, an N plus look like to you for that game? Um, for that game, well, obviously enemies uh, would be harder, uh, so you'd be able to utilize all your skills and stuff into the new game. Maybe inventory items if you get you get different lightsabers and stuff. If I remember correctly, or gems or whatever. Gems, I think. Yeah. Uh, honestly, with new game pluses, you just have to make enemies harder. Maybe increase enemy count. Okay, with games like this where you're you're going against multiple people like Devil May Cry and stuff, I feel like increasing enemy count is a huge thing rather than just making everyone tankier. Yeah. Um, so that you can utilize all your skills that you have more, right? Especially it's also weird in fiction. We talk about this, but it's weird that I'm smashing you with a lightsaber and you suddenly live through 30 hits and you're all... Right. But an That's extra true. bad guy who maybe lives through... A, maybe they have double the hit point, maybe even just one and a half times the hit points, but you've got two mm-hmm. bad guys there. That can be pretty crazy. Or, and they both attack you at the same time, not like someone right. waits for somebody else to. Or maybe attack you, even right? a, a remix version where you hit a, you know, you go back into your game and almost like remnant where 
the guys might be in a different spot. Procedural generation? Yeah, because yeah, I'm a be little cool, nervous yeah. that we're going to play this game, and it's going to be, I know that the staff wielder is in this spot because the world, or this area is bigger. Have you ever play, Have you ever seen that in a game where you walk into a game area and you're like, I know the t certain type of enemy types that can be here because yeah. the game world is shaped in a way that I know that like a staff wielder won't fuck up in the graphics and clip because it's a bigger area. So this will have a staff guy. And I would like to okay, see, yeah. I would like to, yeah. to see something switched up that way. Because we don't see that. Uncharted, I think, doesn't do it. I think they do it with good AI where the AI flanks and so it feels like it's different, but I don't think they do extra enemies. Yeah, I mean that 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 type of randomness where, you know, nothing spawns the same exact uh yeah. place in every playthrough. I, I feel like that would contribute to, you know, replayability value and stuff like that do we see um, enemies in games do you remember a game where like let's say there's an enemy with a staff and one time he's got a a shield and the next time he doesn't do you see games like that because uh, that would be sort of cool too is if it augmented some other defense like what I if think it's fallout people have different guns every time right or do they have the same gun i don't know because no, in they... Fallout, isn't there some sort of random there is definitely or, there's or definitely all the random containers NPCs, but i think the containers i you know i can't remember if that's random like if that one person has a rocket launcher every single time you play the game i do know that if you try that in most of those games when you kill them they won't always have the item which has been a, a consistent problem with a lot of rpgs where like you'll kill a dude with a, an amazing weapon and you go up. Oh, and, and they don't have. Him. That's what I like about Bethesda games because they always have. You know, whatever you see on the guy, you're gonna they get. They usually to, do. Yeah, uh, right? usually. Or, usually. Or they drop it or something. But uh, yeah. how many games have you killed a wolf and they have a gun or whatever? And that's happened to me. Like <laughs> you kill it. There's some World of Warcraft stuff, right? Yeah, there, that's right? World yeah. of Warcraft. They've got a leather yeah. jerkin on a wolf, and you're like, "What the fuck's the wolf yeah. wearing like human armor for?" Um, I would like to see Jedi, this Jedi game have it where, like I said, where you go into an area and maybe they have a different, uh, maybe one guy's got two lightsabers instead of one. Uh, then the next time he's got a shield and a lightsaber. Just small, mm -hmm. even if it was just very, so you're always like, when I come around this corner, I don't know if it's the enemy I defeat easily or the enemy that's been giving me, you know, shit problems. Because yeah. Surge yeah. 2, I think that was one of the issues with Surge 2 I had is I always knew Dark Souls as well. Sekiro as well, but you always know exactly what enemies there. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And I guess that's a part of the gameplay, but at times it feels if you have to do a corpse run, or a or or there's a certain group of guys, you are always like it'll be three dudes with these, then it'll be a fourth guy with this, and after a while and they keep respawning every yeah. time, every time you die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you, man. I don't know. Maybe maybe this isn't the right game for it. Maybe it's not the right game for it at all. But I would have. Like, I love starting off in games as a fucking peasant, you know, with nothing, and then working my way up and getting maybe a lightsaber down the line. I feel like that would have been more rewarding, but I don't think that's the right game for it, you know what I mean? You mean, like, I think starting out more with, RPG. like, a vibro or something? Like a pistol. That, or a pistol like or a, something. Like, a, something like that, where you're not fully a Jedi yet. But then again, I don't think this is the right game for it, right. because... I feel like you'd have you'd need a little bit of more RPG elements. <laughs> what if they just give you a stick and you're beating the shit out of droids with like a with piece like a of shit baton? stick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's breaking and you got to go to a tree and break it again. It's like Zelda yeah. with, its, with its weapons that constantly degrade. You just constantly oh, hit them on the head with a little stick. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm just excited for it. 
I just think I, I think you're right. If 15 hours would be, uh, and I don't know if they said the length they might have, but 15 hours would be mm-hmm. an amazing, just tight, uh, but still fairly big enough for like your $60 price point. Um, yeah. And then we'll have to see. I feel like if you're Russia, you'd be able to finish it in 12 hours. And then if you want every single collectible there is, because I feel like, I think they mentioned there will be places you're able to explore. Yeah, they have shows. You don't have to explore, right? Yeah, they so definitely there are like side quests and stuff. Yeah, and you yeah. take out an ad at. Oh, I spit my mint out. You take out an ad at one time. <laughs> I I do that every time I'm talking to Maddie. I'll be talking from the inside. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. From the inside, yeah. Like every single Star Wars game I've played, you had to go around with like the the cables yeah. and try to trip them. And this one, you actually get to go inside, right? Which is pretty. Wait, is there is there driving? Like, can you drive a plane? Uh, you or mean you fly a, like a, a fighter or something? Or I haven't seen. I haven't seen. Or like the, like the Falcon. You're the... definitely in a spaceship for cutscenes, but I don't think there's any you at the helm. If that's what you mean, that I've seen. Uh huh. Yeah, I've never. I haven't seen anything like that. If there is, that would be amazing. You know what though? That would be an awesome way for them to garner some uh, positive press. Is surprise true surprise in their gameplay that they haven't showed before and actually be like yeah. oh by the way you can do this imagine yeah. in reviews people are like and wait until level five when something amazing happens and you're playing and everything's normal and then suddenly this scene you never saw you know pops you know what up. i'm expecting i'm expecting to get the game but you know uh launch it and then and then have it all be a hoax and be like, oh, by the way, you got Kotor three. Oh my god, <laughs> we we tricked you guys. <laughs> well, remember the rumor about um about uh, uh, Red Dead two was that you were supposed to be able to beat it and start out as re- in Red Dead one. In Red Dead one, because some yeah. of those locations were there and people like that does seem like at one point that might have been either a thought process on their part or something like that. But, well, they have the they have the map there, yeah. all of it. So It would be a ama- Maddie freak, because Maddie's like me. Like, KOTOR's, you know, probably number one for him. I, I think it is mm-hmm. number one for him. KOTOR 2. Um, KOTOR, where do they land on yours? Like, top 10? Um, uh... Are they in the top 10? <laughs> I never... <laughs> oh, right, my let's, God, let's, here let's, we let's, go. Let's I not forgot. talk about this. I forgot. He hasn't let's, played KOTOR. Not... I, I listen my the time has passed. I didn't even play it at the time. Yeah. Uh, I tried playing it later on. It's rough. It's, just, it's rough. It's rough. <laughs> so it's rough. even with mods, man, I tried, okay? Uh, I really want to. I mean, I played for a little bit and I really enjoyed the choices and the dialogue it's a lot. It's rough though, but, uh, dude. It's you it got to have beer goggles and then like also an ambient the, or three the, to the, play. The it. combat thing mm-hmm. they have with the little arrows and stuff. Uh man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if I was trying to sell somebody on Kotor, I don't think I'd even tell them to play it. I'd just be like, "Let me describe it," because it <laughs> just is... watch a playthrough or something. Well, like Jade Empire, I, Maddie, I talked about it a bunch, and Maddie finally played it, and he's like, "Man, this game I really like." But but Kotor, or sorry, but Jade Empire has actual attacks. You know, you're controlling the character, yeah. and mm. so yes, animation wise, it wasn't the slickest because it's been years, but it was already Bioware who were worried about making it look good, so it was still a step above. But with KOTOR, you're just like, dude, hit this button and then watch a character leap into the air without bending his knees, looking freaky when he does it, land. It all looks sort of janky. (laughs) Oh, the animation when they dance in KOTOR is... Yeah. Because I don't know what it is with Bioware. They got to put dancing in every game. Every game. And you got Commander Shepard. Do you remember Commander Shepard being like out there on the dance floor? 
Do, do you yeah, ever dance I, in, in uh, the Mass Effect games? Yeah, because I definitely played all the Mass Effect games. Oh my god. Which, did you, I forgot. Did, how many of those have you played? <clears throat> Zero? No, I played Mass Effect 2, okay? For a little bit. I was a kid, alright? Listen, I didn't know what good games were, okay? I didn't know what good games were. Were you I was playing in high Candy school, Crush though? instead? No, 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 no. My favorite game was Fallout 3, alright? Thank you okay. very much. That was... See, I, I love that game. I loved Oblivion, all right? Um, Mass Effect 1, I think I got it. I was a kid. This is probably going to piss you off, but I, I hated the combat in it because I felt like uh, enemies didn't react when I shot them. And I was a kid, and I was very stubborn, so I was like, I'm not going to give this a chance. Uh, you're, bad yeah. per- you're a bad person who does bad I'm a really things. Bad per- you're a bad yeah, person a- who does bad things. I, I thought of A-Man. A-Man, uh, one day I will go back to it. I feel like it is playable. It's not like KOTOR. You can, you mod, know, you can mod it to mod shit it with your PC. High, exactly. High-resolution textures. and. Yeah, so so someday, man. I Dude, I don't think anybody's going to... Ar- so the combat in those games, 1, 2, and 3, aren't the greatest. Um, it, 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 yeah, but... The difference now, sorry, the, no, sorry. The, the difference now is that I'm at a, I don't care about that anymore as much as I used right. to before. Right. Like quality wise. So Yeah, I get you. So you're saying they're bad quality and you're okay with that now. Uh, right. right now, yeah. If, 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 no, if the game is good, yeah. if, as, if, if the game is good, I don't care much about the quality. Well, you of, played like, Greedfall. If, if an enemy is going to flinch. Right. I did, yeah. Greedfall I mean, doesn't, yeah. it's not going to light the world on fire with this animation. Right, exactly. I mean, the combat is not that good in that game, but uh, you know, that game is uh, under budget. Though you could tell, like some enemies would just spawn right there and just look at you until you approach them. So that's another but, you know. thing. So with this one, you're talking. Who knows what the budget is? But you've got two main actors. Then you've got you probably got some side bit actors for this. So you have main voice actors. It looks pretty good. I wonder what the budget will be for Star Wars when it's all said and done. Like if we're looking, big. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, do we think like it can't be a hundred? It's got to be like in the fifty, maybe fifty, sixty, fifty mil. Because five million was Greedfall, but they were they were hustling, like we said about um, Obsidian, like they were hustling to get that done. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I'd like to know what this cost, because I mean, I wonder what Cameron alone cost as a vo- you know, as a Hollywood star. Right, right. Um, I don't know what are. I don't know what AAA budget is. How much did they... Did it, wasn't Star Wars Battlefront like 200 mil or something like that? Yeah, it was insanity. Wasn't it something stupid? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. If well, it's this one's single player. Uh, voice Contained. actors would be huge. Voice actors be big. Animations, graphics look insane. So, Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know if anybody knows. If anybody knows in chat what that costs, post it. Because I, I, I don't actually know what the... What the maybe 100? Man, games are climbing, dude. Yeah, in, in their cost, especially when you Huge add those medium. voice actors. I mean, yeah. you know, even just because it's probably not just the voice acting; it's like paying for his likeness. Because I'm sure they have a license not only for the voice acting, but like you're paying for his face to be in the game, and you're pay- he's on the cover. Are you looking right now? Uh, oh, no, I, I was just I was just thinking about uh, if uh, what do you call it? If they should uh, raise the price of games, but. You know, oh, I don't want to get a, get a lot that. of hate. <laughs> All right. No. Next no. up, we're going to talk no. about Call of Duty Modern Warfare. This is an announcement. Call of Duty Modern Warfare post-launch approach to new content. So this is when they basically said that they're not going to have loot boxes. But I'll read some of it. So this is from blog.activision.com. 
It says a message from the Call of, D team, uh, Call of Duty team. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is almost here. From the moment this project began three years ago, the energy has been extraordinary. We've set our sights not only creating the best game possible this year, but also breaking down walls, bringing the community together. Starting with more uh, Modern Warfare, we will be introducing crossplay to unite the community across platforms for the first time. Removing Season Pass and a la carte DLC multiplayer maps to ensure everyone can play together. That's amazing. amazing. Deliver free post-launch multiplayer maps and modes for all players. Releasing post-launch multiplayer maps and modes simultaneously on all platforms. Another big bonus because in the past there's been like PS4 exclusive stuff. Right. All this shit. Uh, we're excited about these changes and what they will bring to Call of Duty players. That said, we also recognize there's one more topic that many fans are interested to learn about. Today, let's address the basics for the in-game economy. We're introducing a new battle pass system, not a loot box system. All functional content that has impact on game balance, such as base weapons and attachments, can be unlocked simply by playing the game. The new battle pass system will allow players to see the content they are earning or buying. Battle passes will launch timed to new post-launch live seasons. I don't know exactly what they mean by that. So you can unlock cool new Modern Warfare themed content that matches each season. With the new battle pass system, players will be able to earn COD points by playing the game. Um, there will be a free stream and a premium stream of content in the Battle Pass system in Modern Warfare. New base weapons will be mm. earned through gameplay simply by playing. Functional attachments for base weapons can be unlocked through gameplay as well. So here's what I read from this. The, they keep saying... in mo So new base weapons. They've said this twice now. New base weapons, and they've also said functional attachments. The very next thing they say is the Battle Pass in the in-game store will feature a variety of cosmetic content that does not impact game balance. Yeah. So, the ba they keep saying base weapons. So, my assumption is the reason why they're saying that is because there's some kind of cosmetic special weapons. New base weapons will be earned through gameplay. They, they're very clear about stating that twice. Maybe they meant base weapons as in weapons without any attachments on them. So it's just the base, and then you could put attachments on it. Yeah, and so, but then, why do they, if they write it that way, does that mean that you will be able to buy a, so that says new base weapons will be earned through gameplay. It does not, it, but it doesn't really indicate other than the store will feature a variety of cos cosmetic content. It doesn't say it won't have pay per win. Pay to pay to win stuff. I I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think they're that dumb to do that. To be honest, because doesn't that I think seem it'll like weird cosmetic. writing though? Because they because they keep saying I don't base, know why they mentioned base, yeah. Base. Also, they also said um, you'll be earning uh, you 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 can earn attachments by gameplay yeah as well. I don't know why they said as well because you I don't think you're gonna be able to you know receive attachments from fucking from from paying money right. Um, You're I feel right, like though, as well does mean going. in addition to. Yeah, so, so. I'm, I'm scared. I, I don't think they would do that. Maybe it's just bad writing, bad wording. But because uh, if they remove loot boxes and yet add pay to win, it's gonna be like, what? Who cares? Like if it's a loot box or not, it's still gonna be pay to win, right? And so. I, I don't know about you, but if I ran their PR, I would just say the only stuff in the the only stuff in the store is cosmetic. You get everything by playing the game. Thanks, and just be yeah. done. That's all and you have to do. Instead of all this wordy shit where you're like, you know, well, we didn't really say that. We said this, but... It wouldn't make sense at all, to be honest. Like, even, like, it's awesome what they've been saying. The the, the maps are... There's not going to be any DLC I know. maps. I know. That's, That's... fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, They Cross realize play. that, like... 
yeah, I mean, they, they realize, I think because of Fortnite's success, people are realizing now that, hey, they made a free-to-play game. They just have a battle pass on there that gives you extra content. Look how much money they're making. Yeah, um, right. You know, we don't need to do all that extra stuff, all those paid DLCs and stuff. And people are generally it. happy with it as well, as in they feel oh, yeah. they're getting their worth. And exactly uh, lack of loot boxes, they do point out, which is cool. So you'll know yeah. exactly what you're working for, exactly what you're fighting for, exactly what you're buying or what you're getting. At least, I mean, e- even then, I mean, I mean, some people are, are may not agree with me, probably not. But with cosmetics, um, I feel like there's a certain rush when you're paying money to like to to open a loot box and if you're going to get like a really cool skin or not. Um, but for that to work there's going to have to be like an economy where you're able to sell the skins to make money off of it or something. You know what I mean? Oh, gotcha. Like, like, like Team Fortress like, too? Like, like Counter-Strike, Team Fortress, those Steam games, they have a Steam market and stuff. You know, it's gambling. I'm not going to say it's it's not bad, but I, you know, some people like the rush of that. Um, <laughs> but to see exactly what you're going to get is obviously really good for the consumer. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, maybe that's like a different thing where people like to gamble if they're going to get like a rare skin or not. Um, I think crossplay is awesome. Lack of loot box yeah. is awesome. I think no exclusive is amazing because, dude, I'd have people who are like, "This map is cool, but you get it next week." By next week, I'm on to something else. Right? Yeah, for like, sure. I'm sorry, but there's too many indie games. The the choices it's ridiculous. And you and I talk about this. Like you get analysis paralysis where you're like, "I have too many." There's so many titles everywhere, and yeah. there's so many choices to make. Um, that if you if you fuck over your audience even from the start even a little bit they just they there's the diehards will come back which is great but you actually would like people to just keep playing your game even if they're not mm-hmm. diehard um, yeah are you excited about Call of Duty at all I don't hear you talk yeah other than uh... me and you talking about Infinite and you know stuff like that I don't hear you really talk about the Call I, of Duty yeah too um... much. Yeah, I'm 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 most excited for the campaign to be honest. Yeah. I'm just excited for the campaign. Like I feel like with the I tried the gameplay. Here's the thing. I tried the gameplay in the beta and it seems like they're taking a step back from all the crazy stuff, you know, all the like double jumping and crazy wall running and stuff. Right. And uh, you know, it's more grounded in reality. Even aiming down sights is more realistic than modern warfare the old modern warfare is. You can't like quick scope and all that stuff. Um, you know, running is slower. Uh, everything is much slower, so I feel like they're going to deliver a really, you know, a campaign that's going to kind of suit that type of gameplay. Right. So it's going to be more grounded in reality. However, the multiplayer side of that, people are still running around and doing the crazy shit they do in all the Call of Duty games. So that really didn't translate as well for the multiplayer part. So that's why I'm a bit skeptical for the multiplayer you, side of things. Yeah, I remember you, D- I think you DM'd me. You may have just put it in Discord, but you're like, they're still yeah. running around like chickens with their heads <laughs> cut off. What the fuck? Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it just, it, how are they, are they still doing it because there's no risk of dying? And the reason why I asked that is because I watched Angry Joe die like 800 times in a row. Remember? You and True. I, that dude was getting right. gutter sniped. It was, it was insane. And I couldn't tell, was it because he was playing the old way and you're now penalized? for that or what or was it a lack of understanding the new game which yeah. we're not all amazing at every game we i, th- I think he died a lot with that game mode the battlefield game mode the big one where it, you're absolutely right? right and i feel like you have to play that one differently for sure um also you you mentioned something about like no risk right that's that's also true like if you're playing search and destroy search and destroy is basically or this other one where it's 
uh, a set of rounds, and each round, if you're dead, you're dead. That's it. Like if you die, you're dead. I feel okay. like with that, people would 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 you know play like Counter Strike. You know, they they may yeah they play much safer and more tactical for sure. Yeah, that's very true. Because yeah, there's so a risk. Because there's a risk. Yeah, yeah. You're not just going to respond two seconds after, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, did yeah. you do the two v two? Yeah, I I really enjoyed those as well. Those were also slower. Those they were, were also much awesome slower. in the stream. Yeah. I got to admit, I watched those guys play in the stream, and mm -hmm. I, that actually looked really fun. Uh, but I never got a chance to play it. Was it was? I mean, were they small? Were the maps small? Because it looked the, like one was pretty yeah. small. They're pretty small. Yeah, they're pretty small. But um, there's like. A set, there's like different angles you can stay at and aim from and stuff so it's like more a little bit more tactical uh people aren't running around at that at all you know they're crouching they're moving slowly trying to not make any noise and stuff so yeah yeah that, that that's also a really good game game mode oh. I, I i feel like with this modern warfare i wouldn't play, be playing much of just team deathmatch stuff like that right you'd play that would you play the warfare one the big one uh, what's it called? I, yeah. Is that the, 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 the I don't know, the Battlefield one? The, the, yeah, I mean, um, it, it's pretty cool, but I think I enjoy the, you know, the smaller, more tactical-based ones a little bit more because that one's also, you know, you just respawn over and over again. And doesn't, if you play that, isn't that really just um, stealing players from Black Ops 4? The Black uh, Ops What game? do you mean? Well, I mean, because it's just the same style of gameplay if you're doing the Battlefield. I mean... Because that game's the online all the time, running around shooting people. It I don't know. It feels like there's overlap in the multiplayer if you do the the warfare version versus like black. Uh, what, is it Black Ops Four? Is that the one that? Came or are you thinking Battlefield Five? No, the the Call of Duty that came out last the year. The Call of Duty one, yeah, Black Ops Four. Yeah, it feels I mean, like Ops 4 had... you're stealing players from each. I don't know. It just feels like there's overlap between that yeah. and maybe the bigger mode on this one. I could be yeah wrong. well that one does have also the battle royale mode that they didn't add to this one so that might be something different you play that one anymore no i used to i really enjoyed that until you know i just stopped playing and i feel like they added micro transactions into the battle royale mode now so i think you get like airdrops or something now i don't know what the hell they did to that game that is a game i just don't hear about at all it yeah it, it died it, like it died <laughs> i don't know it's twitch yeah. I, you know so somebody might be like well it's still number blah 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 on twitch that that it's totally fine they could be right i'm just saying yeah. the, the stream the consciousness of gamers have moved on uh overall and well apex took over the, yeah. that type of that type of gameplay yeah. i mean that's the other thing respawn has a really good track record you know going back to star wars they 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 i didn't i don't think they had a release that was pretty bad so no i mean that's the one thing though is like do you think it'll uh, so how many multiplayer modes does this have do you know if you don't know um, how many have you how about, how about this how many is that we know of Team Deathmatch. Team Deathmatch, Free for All Deathmatch, Search and Destroy, Domination, uh, hopefully Gun Game. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, you know? Um, so that's you six. Got the, yeah, you got six, and then you got the round, the, the 2v2 one. Yeah, uh, seven. And then the eighth one would be, like, the one where you could revive your friends. I don't know what that one's called. It, probably around 10, yeah, I would say. So more or do less. you feel that that's too many to keep them consistent, like high on Twitch and stuff like that because it separates the user base? Do you feel like it'll be one of those ones where only like 
three of those modes get played, which feel that's the way I feel in all of these online games. In all of these, yeah, definitely not at the starting. I feel in the starting you'll get you know you'll get a lot of players playing everything, but once it fizzles, uh, I think like the th three of them is going to be like the meta what right. people are going to be playing, and the others you're not going to find as many lobbies. What do you think that's the meta is going to be? What do you think the three or four hot ones will be? Ooh, that's a good question. Search and destroy. Um, or at least the new one with the round, with like the reviving one. Mm -hmm. uh, team deathmatch. Obviously, you're gonna get people playing team deathmatch, but I, I don't think that's gonna be the meta for like esports. I, I think two v two is gonna knock 2v2, it out of the park. Yeah. I honestly, because imagine if you're good enough, you got a friend who's good, and you start. Even if you're not great, there's something about hey, I know where you are. You want to play right now. You don't have to get a whole team together, and it's yeah. like let's just join up and just. 2v2 it seemed it just feels like that would work and that would yeah. end up being really uh really it works in that game for sure i mean they mar didn't they, the first beta that came out they only had 2v2 i think correct when people yeah. were playing on twitch right yeah mm -hmm. and so i think again, this one's pushed awesome. and then yeah, maybe the big mode the warfare do you think that'll continue or do you think that that'll just sort of be What's it called? I, I feel like Operation. I don't know what it's called. Warfare. It's something like that. I feel like that's just going to be a game mode for snipers to play and people who want to snipe just oh, go into that God. game mode. <laughs> so it's going to be full filled with just snipers. To be honest, that's what I. Are you? How do you play? You and I've played, uh, but I haven't seen you I, I, play I, one. I, I like way. to. I like no. I I always in every game I like to play different shit. Like I never have a main ever in games. I I like to experience a lot of things. You know, I feel like sniping. I'll go snipe if I feel like um you know using an assault rifle also sometimes it depends if we're attacking if we're defending you know, i don't like using sniper rifle when we're attacking that much we should go like back into apex and get our asses handed to us and then uninstall <laughs> oh my god that we would was, play one game and then uninstall that it. was ridiculous but, if anybody doesn't yeah. know so abzi myself and takedown we're playing a good deal of apex very fun game really enjoyable and then we stopped for it wasn't very long it was like maybe two weeks we didn't yeah we played for a couple of days like we didn't play every day for the two weeks no that's no, for no. Sure. no 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 i'm saying yeah. we stopped though for about two weeks right didn't we stop oh playing for, uh, and then and then come back and then to when it? we came back yeah so we played yeah we played multiple days in a row and jumped around we played some days we couldn't meet up he played on his own a little bit we get back together after not playing and i can't remember it's maybe a week or two weeks and we it's so crazy how that game's skill, like, curve, if you aren't playing all the time. And we got back in there, yep. and we were in this ravine river area, and we were just getting smoked. And I think we only played one. We may may have played two games, and that was it. And we were like, we're done. Yeah, and MMR wasn't out yet, so we get matched with random, because it's just a 100-player battle royale. So you get skilled players, unskilled players all mushed together and one giant clown fiesta prior to that we were doing Basically. pretty good you guys both had clutch i think i only had one you guys both had multiple uh like really good clutch moments i still will remember that time where takedown was carrying us fucking both <laughs> with, a <dead>. <laughs> with a controller with a controller but so that so that everybody knows this dude was rocking it with a controller and ended up saving us both in that debt we were in the desert area and we're just like, go, take down, just go, fucking save then us. They, they added a new map, by the way, but you can't even play the original map anymore. So it's just that one new map. <laughs> Why? That's oh, what they did the because they want to keep everybody in one place, in probably. One place. Have you yeah. tried that new map? No. Either of I. I didn't try the new season or the new characters or anything. Yeah. the la I, I think 
we probably jumped in because one new character maybe i can't remember why we jumped back i don't remember i don't remember we 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 jumped in the first time because we literally watched the response thing and then right away the game was 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 launched and so we're like okay we might as well play it on stream now and we did uh, got our asses handed to us uh and it was it was a fun time yeah well we how uh, how was the highest we got fifth Maybe something like third, that. Third or yeah. fifth. We, yeah, never, we never, we never, we never won. Yeah, we never won. Yeah, we never won. I won one game in that entire time, and it was with randoms. <laughs> it was, yeah. and, and it was like, it was, it was weird because I always chose the shit ass sumo wrestler, the fatty, um, who I just wasn't very good at playing, even though mm. I liked him. I just liked his design, and that's always the way I've been. When you right yeah. click, when you like aim, yeah, dude, yeah. I was never, I was never good with that guy. Like, in fact, whenever I switched out, I did better. But I'm stubborn, and I'm like, no, nah, I want to, I want to keep playing with the fatty, and uh, jumped in. And the only time I've ever won was not even with him. I jumped in with like the bird person, the one with the mechanical bird. Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah, 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 that's, that guy. It's the only character. Yeah, or, or sorry, not guy. That um. What is that it? uh they i don't know i don't think it's i think it's a just oh, it's asexual? Un- unidentified or oh, gotcha. or or cisgender or something gotcha yeah i i don't I, yeah. I don't even know any about that but yeah it, i just remember jumping in and winning and being like whoa we did well i had a lot of kills mm. and then after that just got smoked again i was like okay maybe maybe i just played against the absolute idiots it was all ai probably uh have you tried new <laughs> fortnite uh, no, but honestly, like I'm not a huge fan of Fortnite, but it looks it looks much better. Like the graphics wise, um, uh, you know, the art style pops out more. Uh, everything looks more fluid, and uh, apparently, people are loving it now. I think that whole black hole thing—they are fucking smart marketers, man. They, they did they nothing are but show. They shut smart. their own game down, guys, so that people. Because we will move For on to that. Hours, we want to talk about season two. They shut down so that anybody who doesn't live on Earth, yeah, they shut down their own game for 30. People were freaking out, man. Yeah. Like, kids were running around. Like, some kids were punching screens and, and crying and, and, and going crazy. But there was so much hype being generated. Got it people, crazy. They got everyone to stream that damn thing, dude. It was, and then they, they, screened, they, they, they streamed a black hole. It was just a hole did. in the screen. Yep. There were, like, the one I saw had, like, 12,000 people in it. Just, what's happening? Yeah, Dude, it was one guy had like. Uh, so what they did was they introduced a timer, and the timer was counting down. And while the count, uh, timer was counting down, your shroud was streaming. There was TV with like two hundred thousand people watching. You know, just a timer countdown from like an hour, and then when it reached zero, they they nothing happened. <laughs> like they just kept it. So 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 they were really smart with that man. And then and then the launch was insanely successful. I mean. So many people were, were were watching. I think that they did it in the right time too, because it was kind of dying off. Yeah. Before yeah. that whole thing happened, because because there was a lot of you know balancing issues and stuff. So. Yeah, on a new map, it'll take a while for people to get good, find the new balancing issues there, right. find issues, and then that'll take a while while they're building another map. Yeah, very yeah. very intelligent. I hope we see the same thing with like Call of Duty and all these games is like an intelligent addition of maps and all that kind of stuff. So. Right. I, I yeah. always get nervous that like a map I like won't be popular anymore because like everybody's moved to the next one. Yeah, yeah, you get that. Yeah, especially with Call of Duty games. Um, oh, have you ever gone back and played an old Call of Duty game? Yeah, I played Modern Warfare two recently. Like the story, mm-hmm. I was like, I was like impressed. I was like, damn, dude! Like they they 
there's a lot of thought to the story. Like there was a, it's not just one of those, you know, just a linear shooter game. There's a lot of um, kind of like spec ops type stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. How everyone always talks about spec ops and the morality and all that shit. It's a lot of that in, in, in old games. People don't remember like Black Ops was like a fucking uh, a Christopher Nolan movie, dude. Where 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 the dude just doesn't remember stuff, and then you go back and forward in time and shit and. There's a lot of stuff, dude. There's a lot of cool, cool things they added to the campaigns. Um, speaking of additions, we're going to talk a little bit about Ooh. Riot Games. So this last week, Riot Games announced, let's see, what do we got? Five games? Five games. Uh, one of them, they have a tactical shooter called Project A, but one of them was a fighting game. I don't know if you saw any of that. Yep. So, I, so tell me what Riot's done. Riot's done League of Legends. Uh, that's it, and and team fight tactics, and which is a part of League of Legends. And is that good? Yes, I don't know right now. I mean, it died off, but people are still playing it. But it hit hard; like a lot of people played it. Um, they're 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 taking over esports, man. Like they they look at Fortnite and they're like, okay, they have battle royale. We're not even gonna touch battle royale. They're taking every other thing. Um, apparently, they're all gonna be free to play. And um, and they're just gonna take over, dude. Like they're gonna take over the FGC, the fighting game community. Can take over the cards. You think that's their plan? Is that yes. this is the other genres? There, that's why there's a fighting game. Is because their hope is to be like the. They're taking over the esports. The, yeah, I got it. Um, uh, like all the 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 semi popular ones. Like I mean, there's no more RTS esports that much. I don't, or at least I don't really. Pay I think attention in Korea to that. there's still Brood War and stuff, but I don't right. know as much about it here. But uh, they're taking over, yeah. And the the tactical shooter, man, it looks really good. It looks people think it's gonna be like Overwatch, but what they don't realize is it's more like Counter Strike than it is Overwatch. Like it's more tactical. Like yes, you're gonna have skills and stuff, but the skills aren't gonna be like I'm gonna get like a massive shield like an the Overwatch and like trample people and stuff. Over the yeah, top kind of thing. Exactly. It's it's gonna be more skills related to tactical stuff that al- allows you. You know, they showcased like a thing where it generates like a wall. So that you, other people can't really shoot you from there, so you could take someone out. Um, you can't shoot and move. It's going to be more realistic than people expect. Um, uh, you know what I mean? It's going to be more like Counter Strike. They Spray also patterns, showed recoil. a game called Legends of Runeterra, which is a competitive card yes. game. So that's repl- that's trying that's going after Hearthstone then. Yep. Yep. So the it's card like game it's community. like Blizzard. Screw you. Because every every like fighting games have died. Uh, they're they're smart as hell. The card game Hearthstone died. Um, what else? What else are they releasing? And like, when we say die, we just want to indicate we know it's still alive. It's just oh, its popularity yeah. wanes and stuff. And there's there's room yeah. for somebody else, I guess. Of course, I, I didn't mean it completely died. Uh, it's not as relevant as it used yeah, to be. Right. So yeah. Um the the card game. So this is from Polygon. Right games announces League of Legends card game. This says is a title that um. League of Legends, a title that built Riot, uh, Riot Games' reputi- reputation in esports scene. Now the studio is releasing another game that takes place in the same universe. A card game, Legends of Runeterra, will be a competitive card game that takes place in League of Legends' universe, drawing from the cast of characters and items to provide a whole host of cards for players to collect, draw, and play. Do you are is the world of League of Legends? Remembering, I don't play League of Legends, so any League of Legends players who's going to get mad right now, just calm mm-hmm. the fuck down. <laughs> but are those characters people will care about? 
Uh, people do care about those characters. Okay. Like, uh, I personally don't, but I played League for a while. Each character has his own lore, and there's like a huge universe behind it. They just didn't really do anything about it because it's just uh, a MOBA, right? Right. So I feel like with these other games, they'll be able to flesh out these characters a little bit more. I'm the card just... game looks broken, though. <laughs> to what be do you honest, mean? It looks super unbalanced. Like, uh, like uh, just the stuff I've been seeing on YouTube. Um, you know, people crushing other people with like these crazy ass, these crazy ass card synergies and stuff. Oh, I mean, really? They're, yeah, they're, there's it's insane. Like, there's one card where so I think champion cards are able are able to level up in the game in some way by killing people. Uh, there's this one card called Fiora. She's also a champion in League of Legends, and um, each person has like a talent when they level up. So they level up, and let's say you get like plus damage or something else that happens in the game. Fiora, when she levels up, I think twice or once, you just win the game. That's her. That's her thing. <laughs> that's that's yeah. like the skill or whatever on the card. That's her skill. Yeah, you wow. you just win the game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Maddie will like that. Maddie's a big card game freak. I I don't know if yeah. he'd like. I haven't heard him talk much about Hearthstone, but you know, Dragon Ball and stuff like that. Like he's yeah. he's such a big fan of those kind of things. For me, I'm just. I can't get into them, man. I've tried to get into these collectible card games online, and there's been a couple yeah. I've tried. And I gotta say, this is just anybody. You know, you may disagree, but it, uh, it just looks unpretty. I don't know another word to use for it, but like the videos <laughs> of this game. Well, Hearthstone has a graphic look to it that reminded me of like a fantasy, very highfalutin fantasy, very ornate. Yeah, this game just at least from what I'm seeing, is it just looks really basic. And to me, one of the cool things about Hearthstone, even though I didn't even play it, was watching people play. Some of the art was really eye-catching. And at least from what I've seen, and this could all just be preliminary art, it just didn't make me go, oh. Yeah, me know. neither, to be honest. Yeah. In, in fact, I think some of the best parts of all these collectible card games, even though I don't like them, is their graphics. Is their their card graphics? I'm really I mm. love seeing the new cards. and the animations, the animations like how yeah. cards like move around and stuff. Yeah, yeah absolutely, I definitely dig it. Yeah, but you know, with these card games, I don't know uh, if because you know in League of Legends, there's never. I mean, they make a lot of money. I spent a thousand dollars on that game, and none of that money went towards you know any gameplay things. Yeah, I spent over a thousand dollars on a free to play game over a course of like three years. Free to play right? is fine, but you bought, but it was. Uh... I paid for skins. Oh, so it was all oh. cosmetic, right? Mm -hmm. All okay. everything's ever. But with card games, I I really hope there's no microtransactions for buying card packs. That's why I never really wanted to play Hearthstone, right? Because um, I don't want to pay for to win, basically. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what the hell they're gonna do, because all their games are gonna be free, I think. Uh, yeah, and if likely. they are, most likely yeah. there's going to be a like something that's uneven. something, or yeah. they don't do that, and what they do is like maybe every season or every month they release a new card pack for nine ninety nine. They could do that, yeah. So everyone gets the same thing or something. Yeah. So um, if, you know, on January first, yeah. nine ninety nine, you buy a new card pack. It, it you can still play against anybody who doesn't have it. You, mm -hmm. And you don't need it, but then the next month, nine ninety nine, maybe they just hit. They're just hoping everybody buys into a smaller amount than. Yeah, you know. Or I, I think this is highly unlikely. Or they don't put any microtransactions and they solely make money off of esports, <laughs> which I don't think is going to happen. But, but uh, they, you're they right; make a lot of money. Off it of could, that, dude. it could happen. Like at some mm -hmm. point, a company like this could say, 
we're making our money from a completely different. Because you're releasing like five games. <laughs> Not only that, but come on, Amzie. Yeah. When you What's get up? when you get a card game put together, adding yeah. a couple cards to a card game can't be hugely financially painful. Because you're asking for some art, and you're adding you're programming probably the about probably most of the cost would revolve around balancing like testing uh, qa testing qa yes. uh, balancing everything so and stuff, why yeah. couldn't you say like yeah we're offsetting these prices to and you say you know like in some way to the esports like the ads that they're gonna get and the that'd be risky game. but i mean it'd be it'd be cool because everybody could play then too you yeah. know it'd be cool if yeah. every and what if they were like yeah every what i mean every single week we're releasing this and everybody just gets it for free and we're making our money on maybe it. i can google it really quick while we're talking yeah, go ahead. um if, if 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 you know how it's gonna work um looking at these while you're looking yeah it just it, it's interesting because just the art i'm looking at a card called car a card called garen and it's the the art is just so weird it's just like this really rough looking dude with some colors on each corner of the card. It's really generic looking. That's the only thing that would bother me. So, um, can I read this out to you? Yeah. Just say where you're uh, reading it from. So, so this is from it. PCGamer.com. Yeah. Legends of the Rune Terror announced. Um, so right here, they say though details are scarce. What we do know is that Legends of Rune Terror is a Hearthstone style card game that wants to be more accessible and steer clear of the frustrating microtransactions oh. that make games like Magic and Hearthstone so painfully expensive. So, yeah, that's good. That so is good. buying card games is probably not going to be... Buying the card packs is probably not going to be You a know thing. what I would like? What if they yeah. said you could have different battlegrounds, backgrounds? Like, if you yeah, buy... Yeah, they did that with TFT. They did that with Teamfight did they? Uh, Tactics. Yeah, there you, you can have uh, different uh, environments you yeah. play in. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah. means the other person might see the old environment if they didn't buy it, but you get to see yeah. a fancy, highfalutin fucking, you know, background that you bought that, you know, I don't know what it would be, Tory Black getting sandwiched or something, but <laughs> <laughs> you, you get to see something crazy, and uh, the other person doesn't see it. <laughs> you get your Pornhub background, yeah. nobody else sees yeah. it, and you're just, you know... One hand on yourself, one hand on the mouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that it, might happen. It's I mean, way to do it. Sponsored by Pornhub. Hey, have me make a yeah. fucking card game based on adult movie stars. I could do it. I could make well, it. Well, it won't sell on Twitch, that's for sure. Maybe on YouTube. You could sell it on Pornhub. They need to just make their own digital... True, they should like, make their own game streaming, streaming platform. So, and, yep. so a lot of the girls in the just chatting section on Twitch can move over there. Oh, ouch. Oh, wah, wah. Shamelessness. So the yeah. next thing we want to talk about. By the way, you're getting a little dark on the camera. You're losing a little light. Uh, I I just uh, I I realize that. Am I dark right now? Not too bad, but I just I don't know what time it is where you live. It's kind of getting dark a little bit. Okay, I'll, I'll warn you if you get in front of me. I'll warn Should you if you get too bad. Closer? You're fine now, but I'll warn you. You okay. just I noticed as we continued. So yeah, before yeah. we move on to patron questions, uh, I want to discuss this. So. There was, a, there was a patch. Gearbox nerfed a bunch of guns in Borderlands. And they, they nerfed a, a ton. This was in Maddie's Discord. It was in mine. People were mad. They were like, you know, why are they nerfing a gun in a PvE game? Which I get what they're saying. Uh, but I wanted to talk about that. You, as a Borderlands 3 fan, does... So let's say you grab a... a well, you are a Borderlands 3 fan. More than me. I played it. More than me. I mean... I I re I finished the the story way more than me. 
So okay. <laughs> for sure then. What do you think about them going in and nerfing like like the current stats on weapons? Does something like that does that uh, even I'm gonna, bother you if it's a uh, PvE game? I'm gonna speak anecdotally, alright? Okay. Once upon a time in a land like right here, uh me and my buddy were playing uh Borderlands three and he got this grenade that was insanely overpowered and he had this thing where he doesn't run out of grenades ever. So we were literally running around. I couldn't shoot shit. He'd throw these cluster grenades. It's like a grenade that uh, explodes and then it cluster fucks and more grenades explode and those clusters into other grenades and it's all um, corrosion. So it's all like radiation damage. Right. And it makes the most annoying noise in your ear. It's like, you know, it's, it's so bad. And he keeps throwing it everywhere at anyone he sees and kill, he literally kills bosses in le less than a second. I'm not even kidding. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so overpowered. And it just made the game completely boring for me because I just had to... I just literally didn't do anything. I literally just watched them do that. So when it gets to that point where it's like, all right, there's literally zero skill involved and you're just going to, you know, hack grenades everywhere. It's like, I mean, I, they, they got to do something, a little, a little something about it because then it just, you know, ruins it for everybody else. Okay. Well, reading, yeah. reading this, here's some of the data we got. Um, Crossroads now fires three projectiles instead of uh, four, which sort of ruins the name Crossroads. Uh, <laughs> me meanwhile, Lydia had its uh, bonus, or Lydia had its bonus damage reduced by 30%, and Flacker can now only fire one shot per magazine. The Hex and Firestorm grenade mods both got a 70% damage nerf. That's what I was talking about. So, they, damn, they nerfed it a lot. Because they nerfed it the first time, and they didn't nerf it that much. This seems like a lot, dude. Damn. It, I, yeah, I don't know about... I mean, I get it, but people were trying to get those guns. You know, they were farming them and all that kind of stuff. They get those guns, and they, like, it, they probably enjoy the game differently than you and your friend. You know, where you get this grenade that does all this damage. But I would say God Mode does destroy a little bit of the desire for me to continue to play. A little bit. Yeah. I love unbalanced shit. Like, have overpowered stuff. So do Honestly, I. It's but not that even seems over-overpowered. Yeah, a little bit, you know what I mean? A, a little bit, where you could literally just press one button and just, when you know, kill everybody like so that. So this, I mean. this is a real grenade he had in the game? Yeah, uh, like a corrosive one. It, 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 was like it everybody legendary? knows that's oh, the, okay. the OP one. I think it's it was, I don't know. But uh, they did nerf it once. I think they nerfed it multiple times. Uh, so people do know about that thing. Uh, Does that bother you? Are you okay? That they nerfed it? Yeah. I mean, so to you, it makes sense, right? You think that one, at the very minimum, that one was crazy. Yeah, I might have some bias because I just don't want to play with my friend that's going to keep using it. <laughs> right. Uh, you know what I mean? Even if I have it, I feel like it would just ruin the game for me. So when it gets to that point where it ruins the game, like, I mean, if you have an overpowered weapon, but let's say it's projectile, so you have to, like, aim. you know, aim in front. So you have to like account for the bullet travel or something that requires skill but still one shots. I'd be completely fine with it. But if it's something that requires literally zero skill and you can just like hack grenades everywhere, I mean, you might want to look at that, you know, and be like, hey, maybe maybe we don't nerf it. Maybe we add something to it where it's you know diminishing returns, you know, something like that. So maybe a, even a longer reload or something, I mean, you know, going anything. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't mind shit being overly powered no just, either do you know, i i'm actually uh it's funny because we were talking about balanced um uh balanced gameplay in 
mm-hmm. in different titles a couple uh, a couple months ago with one of uh, Maddie's visitors, and he was like, "No, I like everything to be perfectly balanced." And I was like, "I don't mm-hmm. at all. Like, I like that unbalanced." And yeah, I don't. Then yeah. a little later, I saw I think it was extra credits. Somebody posted me a link. I think it was Grimblade in our server, and he posted a link saying, "Here's a video where it actually indicates that, like gamers like unbalanced, like not." broken unbalanced but where th- they do require not only just having the gun but but having to think around the actual situation because right. maybe that person's gun is a little overbalanced so you not only have to use your gun but some thought process of like i gotta hide you know you, you because otherwise you do get this thing where it feels like you know how it is where every cleric can do the same amount of damage as every fighter and you're all oh, right come on. That, that's the thing also there's like different types of balance like there's a balance that i would prefer over another type of balance like for example they could balance everything by making everything the same exact damage same uh, same exact you know recoil recoil exact exact same everything right but they can also balance it in a way where uh, let's say I use like a submachine gun, it has its strengths and cons, and you use like this other submachine gun that has its own strengths and cons. It's balanced in a way where nothing is just meta, where not everybody is just using right. the same like two guns, right? So it could be balanced in the sense that everything is, is uh, you can use anything you want depending on your play style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's pretty much what I would want. I mean, yeah. I do, I admit there are times where I do like facing somebody who's got something that, you die you know i sort of like armor, yeah where you're like i'm yeah. dying a lot what in the fuck it's sort of a dark yeah. souls way where you're like, like i want this yeah. yeah and you either want it or you want to be able to say you defeated that guy i get that a lot of people in multiplayer True. games i hear a lot of people being like well i don't want to face off a guy where if we're both firing he just magically does more and i'm like well you know sometimes mm. that actually sometimes if you invested happens. more time and work into like for example like a pve aspect of that game to gain that gun i feel like it's yeah, yeah, because yeah. we see that in a lot of multiplayer games where the moment yeah. you jump into multiplayer, they're like, we're neutering everything. And I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying that's not right. It is right in some games, but I would like to mm-hmm. see I would like to see some games try alternative means, I guess. For sure. I would like to see yeah. some flexibility on developers and going, even if they had an open version of the game where when you're playing a game and it's like, do you want leveled? Because we have seen that in some multiplayer games where you go to a server and you can choose, does armor make a difference? Or do gun, you know guns make a difference? And you can click them mm-hmm. on or off. And then when you go in, uh, Mortal Kombat, or sorry, uh, Injustice 2 does that. Where you can, when you go into fights, you were able you, you to say, choose. yeah, don't, don't affect, you know, don't let the armor affect this fight. I just want to fight you. Or Division 2 did it well, where one of the zones was balanced and the other zones wasn't. Yeah, right. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, the dark zones. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of different stuff, but when it comes to Gearbox, I would say it probably makes sense. It sucks. Um, it sucks. But And there's probably other ways they could do it other than a huge debuff, 70%. Yeah, huge nerfs. That's like yeah. that's crazy, dude. Yeah, unless I'm reading that wrong, but it said by 70%, not to 70%. So that means mm, that's a... Pr- 70% less. Yeah, that's a pretty significant... Can you imagine going into a fight? You normally are like, yeah, I got this, no problem. And just, you're like, what the fuck's yep. happening? I'm getting my butt stomped. Um, so moving on from there, or for a second, we will talk about... Now nah, we'll skip it. We'll skip it because we're going what? a little long for Maddie's. We were going to talk about Witcher 3 on the Switch, uh, but it's... The modded version can run 60 FPS. It was just something I thought was really interesting. Um, If anybody wants to read up on it, I'll just say you can go online. We have a lot of questions from Maddie's patrons, so I want to get to those. Maddie Um, Maddie also tweeted something recently about Witcher 3, like going back to it now and not, you know, enjoying it as much as before. Not enjoying Um, it or enjoying it? 
as much. No, not not enjoying it as much as before. And I, I feel like I agree with that a little bit because I tried like putting it up recently. And you I feel like so many games tried to be like Witcher after Witcher 3 came out that right now going back to Witcher 3, you're like, oh that's there's nothing special about it. Right. And then you, you, you realize how the combat isn't as great. Um uh but uh I don't like I love the game. But I feel like going back to it now, it's like, oh, you know, some of that. It's just like Fable, you know. At the time, it was amazing, but now it's it's kind of like died down a little bit. Well, I would, I, admittedly, I didn't love Witcher Three as much as everybody else, but I did like it right. a lot. Um, but I would mm-hmm. say that one of the problems I had was the combat never felt even back to me personally back then. It didn't feel incredibly amazing or anything. Um, so I can see people maybe having that like you said they have experiences post that game and then you mm-hmm. go back and you see games that have iterated and improved in little elements on that and then you go back to that and you're like this is a little it's just like red dead 2 it's a good game but no one's gonna lie and say that like it's responsive it's not <laughs> moving that guy's like trying to move a cancer cell he's just like oh my god and oh my! It, if you're accustomed to other games now that are open world, and you jump into that, you're just like Jesus, dude. 100 ms latency. I played Red Dead, and then I went to Odyssey after that, and I was like, "What the hell? He's so responsive." Yeah, yeah you're like, "Am I on a different TV?" Because there is yeah. such a massive delay, and it's so weighty. And I just recently booted up Red Dead uh, Two for particular reasons. I was looking into doing a video, and I moved, and I remember just going like click, and I can hear the click before any movement occurs on arthur at all so it'll be like click and move yeah and, and i was oh. playing on like a less than 5 ms like special gaming yeah, me too. tv yeah me know? too so <laughs> uh so that. we're gonna move on to patron questions these are questions patrons have asked throughout the week to maddie i will skip any that uh we can't answer and by mm-hmm. all means anybody listening if you wanted you know if you absolutely desired maddie's response on this and you just got mine or Abzies, feel free to put it back in the questions as well. Um, let's see. Let's, oh, dear Lord. Okay, here we go. Um, I'm trying to go back to where this starts. These guys have a lot of questions. Um, Brown Ninja says, you guys told me to give up. You told me to retire. You told me that my days were done, yet they were not a persevered and trained, honing my edge day by day for like three days and finally beat my seven-year-old cousin at fifa 20 take that oh i did i told him to quit he lost to his cousin and i told him he should quit gaming completely <laughs> so wow he, he's 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 staying he's basically uh telling me i was wrong you're oh and mr maddie actually responded to that one all right here we go uh jpat 93 says what would you guys consider to be the best boss boss fight in a video game and why oh and why was it jack of blades in in fable one um, what would be the best boss battle to you? That's a good one. That's a really good question. Uh, Dying Light. No, I'm just kidding. That was a horrible boss battle at the end. As a, a strictly, do you remember that boss? It was literally strictly, um, what do you call those quick time events? Yeah. <laughs> um, best boss Valkyries battle. Valkyries from God of War were really good. Valkyries were good. That's they a were good so point. good. Yeah, so I, I I I can't think of my favorite one right now, so I'll I'll put that up for now. I I will mention not my favorite one because I I've never ca- classified boss battles like a lot of people do, but I will say I loved the battle against the two villains in Spider-Man. Um 
you fight against oh, uh, yes, the electronic the guy. No, the one where you're in the air and you're fighting. Yeah, the yeah, you're in the air. Yeah. There's two guys, right? I thought one of them was Rhino, but like, no, I think one of them is not. Buzzard, right? Is like a but fuck, I can't remember his name, but the dude who flies the guy around, flies he's around. Movie. He's in the movie with Michael. That was King. a really cool boss fight. Yeah, that movie or that that boss fight was fun. It was unique that was really, fighting yeah. against two. I thought that was enjoyable. It was a little janky, yeah, but I I thought it was cool to fight against. But like two cool bosses. animations and stuff too in the air, and yeah, that was a good one. I mean, it's hard it's to go one. with a favorite boss battle because like I think some are good. And some aren't even good. They're just memorable. Um, the Valkyries, I, I would personally say, are actually good and memorable, though. That was a good point yeah. about God of War. I think those are good. Yeah, that was a huge... Also, that was a huge difficulty spike in that game. Oh, uh, the Valkyries? Yeah. 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 You, you got Massive. Your, yeah, yeah. The, the game went from, like, Devil May Cry to Dark Souls. Yeah, you gotta get your... You have, um, you have your ass puckered pretty quick. Uh, he also says, and just let Carrot know... <laughs> Carrot. I love it. I'll be subscribing to his Patreon in November. Thank you very much. It is Carrick, oh, but nice. Carrot is always acceptable. Hey, if you join the Discord in November twenty two, you'll be able to wish me a birthday happy birthday. So Yeah, we're gonna we're doing something really special for Abzi. Uh we're, <laughs> we're gonna pay for him to move out of Canada and move into a real uh, we're gonna move to uh, Oregon, live near me. It's gonna be <gasps> cool. Yeah. That'd be cool, yeah. We uh, Nerf gun. All right. Uh, Airsoft. Airsoft, I mean, not Nerf. Natural but... Calamity says, question for Carrick. How do you come up with all your commentary? It is just also good example. Bag of vinegar-soaked dicks. What? That's what I said in one of my reviews. I said Red Dead, the guy controlled like a bag of vinegar-soaked Oh, it's a good analogy. I have no fucking clue. It's just stupid. They I've just always, come to you. I've always been really good at stupid shit. You it's, just bring out, like, random-ass metaphors out I, of nowhere. I do remember Abzi one day came in, and I won't say what, but he was like, I want to go and do this thing, um, but I don't... You were saying something like you didn't feel quick enough glib. Do you know what I'm... Do you remember this discussion? You were going to go on a Twitch channel, and you were like, I wish I was quicker with, like, burns. Oh, and because so, I wanted to... Because yeah, you wanted yeah, to burn yeah. people, and so I wrote some to you, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, roasting. Like, yeah, yeah, you were like, Yeah, your roasts were ridiculous. Yeah, because yeah, I was on that stream, I think, and you were telling me what to say to some people, and I was yeah. like, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I have no clue. It's just, I apologize uh, that I don't have a clue. It's just, uh, it's always come to me. Johnny EC says, have you guys ever been so into one game for a given time that you didn't want to play anything else other than that one game? I've been really into Fallout 76. There we go. Believe it or not. And setting goals for myself, such as farming for rarest outfits and so on. Um, uh, shit, yeah. The game I'm playing right now, I don't want to play any other game except that game. Disco? Uh, Disco Elysium. I mean, I it came out like two days ago. I already have 30 hours in the damn thing. Too. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. it's, it sucks you win to the point where you don't want to think about any other game. Like, yeah. the my head space right now is like all the dialogue and the story from that one game can't think of anything else the um game is i hope it doesn't enjoy the enjoy like it, it doesn't ruin the enjoyment for other games like i i feel like mm. right now in outer worlds i'm gonna look at the dialogue and be like is it really gonna be that i mean that the type of shit in that game like you you meet you meet random people like one of them was called fuck the world and the other was like piss something else and and you, you you think to yourself you're like oh those are just like hooligans you know they're not gonna say anything interesting and then you're like, why? Why are you called piss? You know, piss fuck. 
all right? And he's like, well, um, my the word piss fuck represents the struggle we have here in society uh, with the with the bourgeoisie and stuff. I don't know. It just that game is something, man. Yeah, it's something. We had Jenna on the <laughs> podcast, Jenna Bain on the podcast today. Yeah, I was. And she yeah. just went off on it. She was like, "What?" It's just it's it, it's audacious, but at the same time, overall makes sense, which is crazy. Because like Abzi yeah. said, almost nothing is done just for... It looks like it's done for shock factor, and then you continue to play it, and you're like, oh my god, that all matches up. Like, it, it's, it's Dude, next level. you know what I realized as well? You can play it, like, whatever you want the game to be, it will be for you. Like, yeah. for example, if, if you want to play it like a crazy superstar detective, have everything be comical everything will be comical it'll be like a comedy game for you for me it's like an existential crisis philosophical game like i i have a, a lot of points and and uh, you know intellect and stuff and like encyclopedia because i like to learn the lore of the game like it, encyclopedia gives you a lot of lore in the world you're in um so it's a lot of lore based stuff and um ability to connect with people like empathy and talk about um so, so there's this thing called inner mind where it's like a gut feeling and you talk about like the your existence and reality and what it all means. So whatever you want from that game, you can get. Like if you want it to be like waking life, you can have that. And that's the type of game I'm playing now. And then you go back and roll a different character, and you're playing a comedy game all of a sudden, and then like a sad game all of a sudden. It's just oh, it's so good. Man. Yeah, we had oh five people on the podcast, and not a single person had like the overall same experience. And multiple ones of us had completely different narrative experiences. It's, yeah, it's crazy. Even dialogue choices, yep. like everything yep. you get from the game is different, but, but I got to say the favorite part of the game is the ancient reptilian brain talking, talking guy. to you, talking down. Oh to you. my, I love his need voice. To give man. Up. Um, I... <laughs> Michelle. Sa- oh, this is Michelle. She says podcast question, long time lurker. So really happy to be part of both your communities. Now as a new patron one, we always have Carrot coming to the Ham Radio broadcast, but would you ever come to the, do the international podcast, Maddie, in the near future? Maddie has been on multiple podcasts of mine, but never the international. We've talked about it multiple times, but it just hasn't worked out time-wise because he is making videos prior to me starting. And many times he's – I'm not dissing on him. He's a couple minutes late because I think he's coming home from stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, he, he, for sure, he for sure would come on. Uh, she, uh, If the world was ending tomorrow and you could play one more game, quick – what would you play? This was a question she asked in ours as well. I'll give the same answer. Chess. If you had one time to play a very short game and the world was ending, what would you play, Abzi? So is the world ending tomorrow? Or is Let's the world say it's one hour. One hour of a game? It's that, probably Tetris. That's it's <laughs> a, a lot of people's answers. Mick Fury. Really? Always rocking it with the multiple questions. Number one, Tyranny versus Disco Elysium. Which do you prefer, Carrick? Disco. By Disco. a tremendous amount. <laughs> Abzi, same. Disco, 100%. Uh, yeah. Dishonored 2 versus Rage 2. Which do you guys prefer? Dishonored 2. I don't know. They're so different, man. Dishonored 2 is like a completely different game. Yeah. Rage 2 is like a, like a shooter. I had a lot of problems with Dishonored 2 as well um, with level design yeah. and audio. So my experience was not great. Um, where Rage yeah, 2's gunplay was awesome uh it's True. jumping and getting the skill to float uh double double While you're oh, aiming. my god oh, was so, so good. good and if you kill somebody it adds 10 percent length yeah, of time yeah, yeah. in the air it was, yeah. it was it, so i would probably it's gonna sound really bad but i might say rage too um, okay no uh, that's I, I mean they're completely different games they that's are the thing. overall very different yeah. number three is 
uh, Valer Val Ferris just came out. Are you guys going to play it? Uh, I've never heard of that. Um, Val Ferris. I'm going to look it up on Google. How do you spell Ferris? Uh, it's V-A-L-F-A-R-I-S. Okay. It's a 2D heavy metal infused 2D action platform. Oh. So Abzi sounds like he might. I am not a big 2D fan other than Ori and the Blind Forest and a couple others. Really? Yeah. I know. I, I really like those games. Oh, this looks pretty gnarly, dude. Yeah, so he'll probably play. Looks pretty badass. Um, oh, I know this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I thought it looked really cool. But there's so many particle effects everywhere. So uh, <laughs> hopefully it's good. I don't the know. only other question we can answer from him is Black Sad is coming out. 11.5. Are you guys going to play it? I absolutely will play that. What game? Black Sad. It's the cat detective game that looks like a Telltale's game. But it's based on a comic. Based on the comic, Black Sad, about a cat in a noir. Oh, noir. oh it's a PS4 game? Noir. Noir world, newer. Oh, that looks pretty cool. Yeah, it looks pretty noir world. Noir. 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 -er. Noir -er. That's noir -er. what it looks like. Noir. -er. The Grimble. Uh, sorry, no. Syphy Man says, what's the worst small injury that you hate? Like stubbing your toe, banging your head. Stubbing my toe. Hang. Uh, biting my lip. Hangnail. What's I hate hangnail. Hangnail is when you get a little piece of skin on a fingernail oh, and, it, and it, it's sore. Yeah. Oh, I hate that so It's like much. string cheese for your fingers. Uh, hey, it's so bad, and then I I always pull them out. Yeah, dude. I pull it's them so out, terrible. and then they they're always painful for a little bit of time. Yeah, they take a little bit of skin out of there too, and it starts burning. I also I get canker that. sores occasionally, especially with hard candy, which I like to eat a lot, and that's like a little ulcer in your mouth sometimes because it's yeah. acidic. Those things yeah. can be a biatch. They can also be when I get so a herpes good. outbreak, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Relax. Uh, the Grim hey, you know what? I ain't going to be humping you. The Grimblade <laughs> says, what's your favorite designed level? Not your favorite game with good level design, but an individual level or region. Mine, for oh, sure, is the Cradle in Thief 3. Best best level I've ever played. Got any? Oh, you, you go first. I The Cradle in Thief, Thief 3. That's oh, that's favorite. yours? Yeah, absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. Oh my god! Um, like, like, okay, because best level design. I think I really enjoy like the really weird, uh, you know, like um, Dark Souls level design and stuff like that. What but about best, control? Like, singular Abzi, level when control would adjust the level around you or something. Does that impress you? Yeah, that's that, that's like pretty cool, neat stuff. But like, I'm just thinking, what about like? Do you mean PvP levels? No, or he just says he just says, game? what's your favorite designed level? Not your favorite game with good level design, but an individual standout individual level or level. region. He also says region. Region. Um, so that could be like World of Warcraft. I love like Thousand Needles. Or something. I loved Skellige from Witcher Three a lot. Mm. But that's probably because it reminds me a lot of Skyrim. But mm -hmm. I really like the layout of of it all. Uh, I liked it more than the like the norm like the the like the, 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 the actual region, yeah. like the, the main one. Um, let's see. J Pat says, "Do you guys see a new entry coming for Splinter Cell series in 2020 or 2021?" So, do we see a new Splinter Cell being made? That's not the <laughs> VR game that we know that they're making. Maybe a mobile game. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Splinter Cell seems to have died on the vine, but Michael Ironside's made multiple one-line tweets about it, and he's the voice actor from the original series. So, he, he... you know, yeah, I don't know what the issue. The issue is uh, with Ubisoft; their games are so similar that they that one game overtakes another game. Like for example, Assassin's Creed took 
Prince of Persia. There's no more Prince of Persia. You know, oh, uh, I feel like Ghost right. Recon is now like Splinter Cell. That is so if a you want, like, that's really good. Far Cry took over Ghost Recon as, or yeah, Ghost Recon took over some of Far Cry's elements because they do copy elements a lot. Yeah. So what you're saying is you don't know if the Splinter Cell that that these guys liked would even be. It may be it may be Splinter Cell Odyssey, kind of. Thing. I mean, I I feel like it's a point where they're just going to be like, if you want to play Splinter Cell, just play Ghost Recon or something like that. Like that. Uh, also, I, I, there's doing something that I dislike, where. Uh, a lot of Ubisoft's games, they're m- making it into, like, one thing. Like, for example, they're all open-world games with Outposts now. Like, it's not... Uh, the, the only thing that's different is the micro-gameplay. The macro just all seems very similar that's between one another. That's a really good point. That's a really good... Mm-hmm. And, and I think I just saw a news article, a website article, that said the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, not all your games need to be the same, Ubisoft, or something like that. Like, I really hope Watch Dogs is its own thing. I really hope it's not, like, the same exact me, thing. Me too. Like, that yeah. it's not, like, Assassin's Creed like, Odyssey in the future. Like, they do some... Yeah, exactly. Stuff. Um, yeah. Let's see. I'm sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. HR Hodes 1518 says, One to two things you like in Fallout you would like to see added to the Elder Scrolls and vice versa. Ooh, man, I feel like they're Ooh. so overlapping already. Yeah, isn't there a fan fan theory that Fallout is just Skyrim in the past? There was, but uh, I, I think uh, even Maddie said that, that that's like been they debunked wrong. it yeah. because because there's this one like uh, plant that's available in both of them. Um, one thing in Fallout you would like. I'd like I a mean, spell they took... that took Fallout yeah. 4's vats and put it into Skyrim. Ooh! So like it was a spell slowed down time. You were able to like. I don't know, but it, it does at minimum that, and not a you couldn't overuse it. That would be the problem. But I like bats. I think it's pretty true. Cool. Um, weapon variety, maybe. I mean, they can't really have like a rocket launcher. And imagine having a rocket launcher in, in Elder Scrolls. But there's just no like crossbows a... in Elder Scrolls, so you could add crossbows. Oh, true. Right. Yeah, or or like a slingshot that slings all the junk you find in the world, or something <laughs> like that. Or... <laughs> automated slingshot <laughs> you, like somebody's tankered from an inn and you just put it in your slingshot yeah i uh, loved that weapon in fallout 3 i <laughs> yeah uh yeah. let's see aor says hey maddie and carrick before you guys uh before you guys were dedicated to the careers you've had and sustained until now after leaping from something else did you experience any sort of false starts things didn't go as planned maybe you had to fall back on previous job or occupation or did you guys just grind through and remain committed this is before seeing re- results like engagement and views and all that. Also, did you feel ready when you made the leap to concentrate on gaming coverage? Context, I'm a college student who never feels quite ready or equipped when jumping off of the mold of what I traditionally believed. Um, before you guys were dedicated to the careers you've had or sustained. In- yeah, I can tell you that if I hadn't got laid off, I would, uh, I would not have stopped work to do YouTube. So I was not grinding. And I was not remaining committed. So yeah, that was a false start. Not a false start, but I would, I, I, I don't, unless something had exploded, um, I just don't think I would have gave up a career where you get paid every month and you know, and I was good at. Uh, I don't think I would have jumped off to this. So to me, that's sort of a false start because uh, the only way it got started was getting laid off. What about you? You've done multiple jobs. You're sort of a jack of all trades. Has there ever been a, a, a false start? Well, you said you false started Twitch. You did it for a while, and then you sort of 
uh, false start, like just uh, start and then give up? Things didn't go as planned. Maybe you had to fall back on previous jobs or occupations. So yeah, so like you were doing, because you were doing Twitch and then we're like, eh, and then went back to more of the programming stuff and then came back to Twitch? Or how did that all work? Yeah, but life got in the way. Um, Gotcha. I guess life got in the way. And also I realized that I, I... um, in order to in order to uh, really push myself, or in order to get my name out there and you know uh, grow, um, streaming every day wasn't going to help because I was streaming to the same people over and over. So exactly, I, I did a bunch of like behind the scenes kind of promotional stuff for a while before I actually started consistently. I would also say this for your last point, sir. You said I'm a college student who never feels quite ready. Uh, every single car has to be turned over once or twice before it starts. So, to me, I don't see anything wrong with starting and stopping. And, you know, you start something, you're like, okay, this is, you know, I started with Let's Plays, did not work out. Uh, Reviews always worked out, but I wanted to do other stuff because reviews just have no long tail for views. They drop off and they, you never see, ever see them, you know. Retention. Retention, yeah. And, uh, uh, or or you see retention, sorry, you just don't see long-term views. People just stop viewing them because the review no longer matters and oh yeah the game is gone and it's just you'll get one or two people interested in some arcane fucking game like dark that i reviewed or some vampire game or something so i would say yeah just keep plugging away there's nothing wrong with not being ready too. shit sometimes we were talking about hustling sometimes you gotta hustle and i i think some false starts help you learn from false starts too i don't know about you i don't know if you've had this issue yeah I've, i've learned from multiple failures in fact, I've learned, like we always say. That's the only way you way can more. succeed, right? If you fail and yeah. try again. You know why? This is something they teach you in martial arts. There's four steps to martial arts. Doing it wrong and not knowing. Doing it wrong and knowing. Doing it right and knowing. And then doing it right. And just, right. that's it. And I think without having failures, you won't even know what success is. You would have no clue. Yeah. If I don't know yeah. what a shitty view count is on a YouTube, I wouldn't know what a good view count is. I could compare it to other people, but that doesn't mean a lot if somebody's got 8 million views and I have 800. I won't know what's right. good or not. You mm-hmm. have to fail, so that, and you have to have those mistakes and go, that's not good. That, And you gather that, and then you can now do a good one and go, okay, that worked. And you can combine those and figure out what worked and what didn't work for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Jam says, hypothetical question. You slip, in, <laughs> you slip into a coma for a year and recover with no problems. The first thing you do after you wake up is check your phone for video game news. What video game announcement and or release surprises you the most? You cannot say Fallout 3 or KOTOR Remaster. What announcement? I'll tell you. Uh, Blizzard. Uh, no, I won't say a Blizzard joke. There are oh, no, 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 no. So what would surprise <laughs> me the most Half-Life 3. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> yeah, Half-Life 3 is a card game, as Reg said that one time in the podcast. Oh, no, it no. would just piss off the world. The world would explode. If they were like, we want to announce Half-Life 3, and it pauses, and then they have like a subtitle called like The Adventures of Half-Life, and suddenly it's a card, it's a collectible card game. Just people would be like, what the fuck? What would be really surprising? EA drops all microtransactions from all games. Oh, it's just like any game news? Yeah, he says any announcement or release surprises you the most. Um, Even 2021 n- NBA n- n- has no micros n- n- would surprise me. 
this this is what should happen i hopefully but this would surprise me as well if nintendo goes like hey we're not making consoles anymore we're just going to release our games on all platforms oh jesus yeah that's a good one that's better than mine um tropical ice cow excellent username two questions one what games for ps5 and xbox scarlet a will be launch titles and b what launch titles would you love to see so what games do we think will be launch titles and what games would we like to see as launch titles i think uh i think that that zombie game is going to be a launch title what's it called um Uh, or is it not yeah yeah the dying the dying light light. no 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 um the the, last of us 2 wouldn't that be a is is that a launch title or no oh no last of us 2 is ps4 oh it's coming out next month or next what happened to ghost of tsushima yeah ghost of tsushima sort of came and has quieted down but i i assume that'll be a cross-platform where they're like it look at it on four but here it is on five Mm. that kind of thing um but cyberpunk is coming out before mm-hmm. so for them i personally like sony god war 2 that that's something i would hope for maddie has suggested horizon zero dawn 2 but gorilla just yesterday oh. announced they were finally hiring for a new a new title, IP? so it wouldn't it's not oh. enough time yeah um resistance for <laughs> i don't know yeah kill zone like a new kill zone because they haven't returned yeah. to kill zone um no I don't really necessarily know if all the backwards compatibility works, if these companies care so much, but I think with Microsoft, they care more, and I would assume Fable 4. That would just Ooh, be my assumption. for Microsoft? That would yeah, be really my assumption cool, yeah. is that we'll start hearing more and more room. If, if Playground can do it, we'll start to see Fable 4 in some way. Um, that yeah. would be a huge get for Microsoft, if that's possible. Yeah. Uh, and then, oh, he's got more. Oh, he says he would love to see Killzone and Halo Six, uh, Halo, Halo Infinite, um, Halo, yeah, Halo Infinite. How do you think uh, Game Pass on PC will affect future console sales? I don't really. Think Game Pass on PC affect future console sales? Yeah, I mean, there's almost no overlap. That the price no. difference is dramatic. Yeah, if someone's buying a PC, they are buying a PC. They're not deciding between a PC or a console, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've literally, and I deal with kids on the side uh, in my secondary job, and I've never heard anybody there ever state, should I get a console of any kind or should I get a PC? They're not no. even in the same. It, that would be like, should I get a bike or a fucking car? Or a car, they're, yeah. They're just not... It's, or a fucking a bike or a fucking spaceship. It's like, yeah, there, you... <laughs> there's such a huge difference in the cost, especially like an Xbox yeah. S or even an original you can get for 150 now versus a good PC that'll be able to run Windows and a game on top of it at a good frame rate. Like, at some point, you start adding... As Abzi knows, he just bought a PC. You st- it doesn't take long before the price starts to get to a point to where they're not even in the same discussion. No, it's like my, it's like five times more than a, than a call, like yeah. five times or four times. Um, I don't think a Game Pass on PC is going to make anyone be like, hey, I was thinking of buying a PS4, but now that Game Pass is on PC, I'm going to be saving money. Like, I don't think that thought process is going to, uh, yeah. you know, come to anybody, to be honest. Uh, even when they do, even if they do cross-platform between all platforms, 
the people who are gonna buy a PC are gonna buy a PC now or or later. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not nothing's gonna influence their decision. You know, depending on the games that are gonna come out. Yeah, so. I think somebody who has an Xbox as an invested and has money to buy a PC might get a PC and then say, I don't need the Xbox anymore. That's fine, but. There's still mm. a ton of games right now on PC that are Bork that work on the Xbox. HDR, yeah, like, like, many HDR like games. Zero. Yeah, yeah. Many uh, games run on the Xbox better than the PC or have a feature that the PC doesn't like HDR. And until yeah. Windows fixes HDR and gets all that running, then... I hope so. That would be cool. I'd buy an HDR monitor like right away. Yeah, that's one of their biggest issues. Good question, though. Paul, said, Paul known formally as Dimple, says, what's the hardest you have ever worked for a trophy or achievement um probably xbox 360 days when you know i thought achievements really mattered because they added to your game score i think it was like a like gears of war one where you had to kill like two million locusts or some shit like that something crazy did you do it? uh uh you, worked, you did uh, that i i yeah i think so i kept playing the goddamn game and finally got that like 2.0 kill or whatever the hell we had to kill like so many and you get uh, you get a bunch of gears game score um i did one of those yeah in one of the games either two or three i think damn son that's crazy <laughs> um for me i uh don't give a shit in any way about achievements or trophies so i wouldn't i wouldn't mm. even have the easiest i wouldn't even be able to answer you i've never you know what's crazy like i like seeing that i just completed an achievement like now on Steam, but I never ever. I used to do this in Xbox 360 where I actually chased them down, mm -hmm. but I never do that anymore. But at the same time, I just like seeing the pop up for some reason. It just makes me feel like I did something. I hate them so much. I have them turned off on every system I own. <laughs> I, I I leave them on. Um, the I think they're on the Xbox. They every time you update the Xbox, they turn back on for me. So I don't rush to turn it off. But on on if I can and I remember, I turn them off. I don't want to see it pop up in the corner. I don't want. You know why? Because I get nervous that developers develop for those. Kill 100 mm. of these. What have they adjusted in their game for these True. achievements? And uh, because if they find out people are grinding for them, it's like, hey, collect 1,000 Nin Roots in fucking Elder Scrolls. And I'm like, that's not an achievement I ever Nin Roots, that's what it was. Nin Roots. I was wondering if that was the one you were talking about. Yeah. Um, good question, though. Aunt Jemima you guys have any good brand recommendations for desks or gaming chairs? Pre preferably something I could get for under 100. Or 200. Oh, 200, I apologize. 200? I, first of all, I don't think gaming chairs are the way to go. Me neither. I, there's, like, I, I have this fucking thing. It's a, it's a $200 gaming chair. It's not even one of the good ones. And it's just like my ass. Like, you have no idea what's going down. Uh, like it's, it's, <laughs> you have no idea it, what his ass is going through right now no it's 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 pretty bad like i um i don't know i i went i went back home i visited my parents and my dad has this like leather chair it's like a no-name one or it is a named one but it's not a gaming chair yeah and it looks very basic it looks like one of those really simple basic chairs uh you but you sit on the and you and it like adjusts to like, however you want to sit, it just adjusts. Yeah. But I think that's like a $600 chair or something. But but those ones are, are way better than gaming chairs. I yeah. agree. I would say that an Amazon Basics uh, executive padded chair that you can buy is much better. I've owned, like, four gaming chairs, and this is a replacement. And I finally just said, screw it, no more gaming chairs ever. I'm going to, like, an actual office chair. It's been ten times better. 
And yeah. they're made, I don't know what it is about gaming chairs. They're not made very strong. In fact, Tech Yes City, who's a tech YouTuber, or Tech City, um, he just posted a picture where he's like, and he's a small dude. He's like 110 wet with cement shoes. And he broke the piston off of the same gaming chair that I broke the piston off of like a year and a half ago. And I was like, well, I'm pretty big. You know, I'm 250, but I shift around a lot. So I'm like, maybe I was bust. And so I didn't, I was just like, oh, it's probably just me. And then he did the same thing. I'm like, okay, that's a defect. Like if this little dude's breaking it, <laughs> I, it it's, it's not, it's not me. So, yeah. I, and it was a gaming chair again. I just don't think that they're very good. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Um, good question though. Destroy the game asks Maddie a question. We'll move this. And again, if you guys have questions you want Maddie to answer, feel free to put them back in here because some of these are for him as well, but we'll ask each one of us. What's the farthest distance you've ever run? In real life? In or real in a life? game? In real life. Uh, like a couple of miles. Just like a full run without stopping. Yeah. Oh, just one mile probably. Like jogging. Because you were never, I mean, you like other than school, right? In PE what do you or something? Mean? Did PE have you run the mile? Like the mile run? Yeah. yeah, I did that one. But like when I did it in school, I, I, I was, I walked. Like I, I ran and I walked. I was a pretty lazy kid. I was pretty fat. The most um, I ever ran was 13.2 miles. I thought Jesus I went Christ. farther one time, but it just dawned on me that that was when I had the odometer broken. But 13.2 oh miles. I love running. Oh even even when I'm... the shit out of me. What? what? Oh, no, no, because you didn't. That's what I said. You don't require... Like without even taking a breath? Without even stopping? No, without stopping, yeah. I mean, How you can don't... you jog for that long? Dude, people jog for like... Marathons are like, tw I don't know, 26 or fucking... Then Jesus you have Christ. This. But, um... When it but I've always ran, even when I was really heavy. When I'm really heavy, I run. When I'm th thin, I run. It does. So my lungs are. That's the only positive I've ever got. It was insanely good lungs. Because when I work out, it's mm. you know two hours a day. It's all cardio plus. I don't get tired in that way. So that's the one thing that I have that's a positive for me. Because um, I've told you I've got other injuries, but that one. That's the one good thing I have. Um, and you only ran a mile because. There wasn't a reason to run when you graduate after you graduated, unless you were running from thugs. So, like, there's no expectation. Wait, what do you running. mean, like, like gym? I mean, what? if you wanted or, to go to the gym, dog, but you know, a lot of people yeah. who go to the gym don't run for more than a mile unless that's their thing. No, you know. So yeah, for I you, don't. you were lifting. I don't like well. cardio that much. Right. Yeah. So I'm saying yeah. there isn't a reason to be embarrassed because as humans, once you graduate high school, which is where they do have you run, yeah, most people. They may not even have to do that. You know, it's just not yeah. a thing. And the next is, Carrick, what's the most amount of weight you deadlifted? I rarely ever deadlift. Um, yeah, me neither. Man, I haven't deadlifted. Most I ever benched was 425. I've oh. done that. Um, but a, a lot of our stuff isn't deadlift. It's martial arts stuff. So we don't. We don't I never got do into powerlifting at all. I, do, I never got into that. I part. do like it, but it's almost never full on max weights. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, it's usually very slow or 21s, which is, have you ever done a 21 when you work out? Do you know what a 21 uh, is? Remind me, remind so me. So it's like a, so pretend you're doing curls, but you can do it with any lift, but you basically lift halfway up seven times. Then you go halfway yeah. down seven times. Then you do seven full. Oh, oh I know what that three is. Three times seven, 21. Uh, and so it's just yeah. an old Ironman style workout. I like those. 
I know what that is. Yeah, yeah. There was there's another thing called FST that I like doing. It's called fascia strength training. Mm, yeah, fascia stretch training where it's like seven seven sets, mm-hmm. uh, but you can only rest like thirty seconds between each one, and in those thirty seconds you have to be stretching. Yeah, uh, yeah. we stretch in middle of everything if we're if we're lifting. Yeah, like uh, like as it allows much. more room for muscle to grow. It does. So it's really it good. Does. Mm-hmm. Um, Zeno Machina says this is the last question. Which of these scenarios do either of you think will occur first in the near future? One, androids take the jobs of humans and cause public outrage. B, transhumanism becomes as attainable as tattoos and there being discrimination and public distrust towards augmented individuals. C, intimate relations between androids and homo sapiens causing public outrage. D, an alien race publicly makes their existence known. Good question. B. B, I would agree. Did you augmentations? Trans- yeah, because we've already got people um, who are working on that right now. Yeah, I think C is already happening. Um, you already have people worrying about uh, people fucking dolls, and the that that one guy makes a sec dolls that looks pretty realistic, and they right. Call. I find it odd because it's okay for a guy to buy a flesh mouth, whatever those things are called. Uh, yeah, flashlights. Flashlights. Yeah, yeah. It's okay to buy a flashlight that's been made by molding, you know, Tory Black's vagina, but if mm. it happens to look somewhat real and have AI, it's suddenly this outrageous thing. This, like, moral fucking, yeah. you know... Yeah, so fuck the yeah. tailpipe of a car, but you're not able to... And, and that, to me, I think is already... We're already starting to see that. Yeah. People are getting nervous. Um, I'll just tell you one thing. My answer to all these is B, but the worst job anybody's going to have in the future is cleaning sex robots. I'm just saying. Like rent. What if they start like a rental place rent, where you, got, you oh, rent them? Rent to own. What and you return it after like and you somebody return it and then you rent someone else's a refurbished sex. No, can you yeah. imagine that? It'd be just absolutely grotesque. Anyway, amazing question in the podcast. On I want to thank Abzi for showing up. I think we're randomly. You guys don't know who I am, by the way, but um, just as I know, I've dropped your name multiple times in the podcast. Oh, oh, oh okay, yeah, hi. yeah. So some people will for sure know you because I've definitely dropped your name. Um, cool. But uh, I want to say thanks to him for coming in on somewhat short notice. He also has uh, a bad tooth pain, but he made it through the entire thing. Yeah, I have to. I have to get my wisdom teeth out. Um, it's pretty pretty bitch. soon. So it's good yeah, be bitch. I can do it. I'll fly up. Yeah. I'll do it for twenty bucks. Yeah, come do it for me, dude. Yeah, I'll spin bucks, kick man. them out of your head. It's good gonna deal. hurt, but only for a second. Oof. Maybe maybe. Not. Imagine. Oh my god, <laughs> electric cutters just. Oh. Yeah, tooth, uh, tooth repair is such a bitch. Um, at the end of this, we always like to come up with a hashtag. So for those people who got this far, I first of all want to say thank you for uh, for listening to both of us. I know we're not Maddie, and we're not the excellence that is the Madinator. But if you did make it this far, hashtag nerfing for nerfing guns in Borderlands 3. So if you got this far, uh, respond to uh, – what is your uh, Twitter, Abzi? Please. Uh, Twitter.com forward slash at what? At A B S S I I underscore. So Absi underscore. Absi underscore at Jeremy Penter and at G27 status. Say hashtag nerfing if you got this far. Once again, thank you to him. Thank you for everybody sticking around. If you have those questions and you want to ask Maddie again, like I said, I won't take it uh, personally. If you want to post those back in the podcast section, that's it for us. And uh, 
We bo- you know what? We say peace out in Maddie's, so I don't even have to change our our, our external. Oh, like peace our out naming. and yeah, enjoy the rest of your week. Yeah, or peace week. out. <laughs> I always say or weekend because I always forget. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, yeah, thanks, same. everybody, for watching. Appreciate it.